Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. It is episode 525. Woof. And you clicked on this episode. You know what you got yourself into. This is the Bad Idea BS Session with Stevie Moe. Stephen Moeller. Stevie Moe. Stephen Moeller. We all know Steve. Steve. For the people that have been listening for a while, they remember Steve. Steve is the the long lost host of WCB. He's that, our he's our ex. He's our ex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That we still keep in rough contact with when times get tough. <laughs> Every time you bring him back, it's a terrible idea. Well, it is a bad idea. <laughs> but you know, we had fun with Steve on this episode. It was cool to have him back in. Yeah. Um, this is for the real OGs of WCB. If you if you're at a post Steve generation WCB listener, this might not have as much weight to it, or maybe you'll be like, ah, that's why he's gone. Yep. Um, but this one, if that's why he's your ex. Normally, we're pretty <laughs> vulgar, but if there's kids in the car, especially, make sure they don't hear this one. Uh, Steve is a wild cat. We go back and forth with them. If you're not familiar with the vibe with Steve, we know Steve really well. Yep. So if it seems like we're being mean to him, we are. <laughs> We've been like that for years. But it's not like he didn't know it was coming. Right. So this is your fair warning. I don't want to see any negative comments about, well, they didn't really talk much about hunting. We're telling you now. But now that the real WCB listeners are tuning in, what's up, guys? Good to have you here. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> First of all, thank you so much for the support. There's um, the <laughs> the response to the Bowhunting League episode intro has been overwhelming, and I'm kind of like, all right, we're good. We're even on that. If you need to know, tune back into that episode. You guys are... <laughs> kind of forget, forgot about that already. Dude, the, you I'm guys are a wild you, bunch of fuckers. Dude, if I ever doubted that people actually listen to us on job sites, <laughs> yeah, turns out you motherfuckers are nuts. Yeah. And we're thankful for the sense of community and support that we have. Uh, God, wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall in that place that oh, day? Oh, dude. They're like, <laughs> what the hell? I mean, I had people sending us stuff from Texas, Virginia, Pennsylvania, all over, all over the place. You guys are the shit. Thank you so much. Uh, the support means a lot. Um, 
That being said, don't piss us off. Go wherever you listen. Give us a rating and a review. Uh, we thank you for that. And uh, yeah, you, you guys are just crazy. We we picked two winners. Uh, I know I said we were only going to pick one, but we picked two. Um, just randomly chose them. So shout out to you guys for the help and sense of community. It's, Did you get any recording sent to you? A lot. Did you? Yes. I want to listen to them. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll do that on a Patreon episode. Yeah, kind play of, the best one. I, I was kind of like, "Ugh, guys, hey, uh, hey, boys." Yeah, I, I heard some. They went pretty hard. I'm not gonna lie. We were doing a well. We did a couple. Uh, Doug and I were in. Did a couple Deercast podcasts the following day, um, and I was kind of like sweating a little. Yeah, I'm like man, these guys are wild. Yeah. Like they went the first wild. one we played. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, um, it's all good, but. Uh, let's get to some business, fellas. Uh, the podcast is always presented by Elite Archery. That's right. Um, if you've been looking into getting an Elite bow, you can use code WCB at EliteArchery.com and ship it to a local dealer, and everybody wins. We look good. Elite looks good. You Your look local good. shop looks good. You look good. You know who's thinking about getting an Elite? He texted me today about it. P.R. Paletta from White Tail. He texted me, too. Did he, about an Elite? Yeah, I'm going to bring over the Envision and show him how it's done. He must be thinking pretty hard about it. We're all shooting the Envision this year. Doug is probably shooting the sexiest Envision. Yeah, probably the best shooter, too. Well, we didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, purple Rain. Yeah. You're shooting Purple Rain. Floating crazy purple. I went with the... What color is We it? checked the forecast. I'm shooting Mountain Tan. Then we got a mix of Purple Rain, Mountain Tan, and Sienna Brown. For I, got, the I got the Mountain Tan. I did, too. It's, I like it a lot. Sexy. It's a good-looking bow, man. And it's a shooter. Is. It's not bad. Wider stance on her. Real nice, real nice. So check it out. The Elite Envision, code WCB. Also, big time. Uh, got a podcast coming down the pipe with Joe Who's and Daryl from Big Time. And you can use code WCB2022. Get ready for your fall food plots. Um, and that podcast coming up, we, we covered uh, uh, Main Event. We cover Borderline a little bit. Uh, we cover Buck Brunch, the differences, the mixtures. Um, it's a fun episode. Um, my borderline's popping good, um, and I'm getting ready to prep for fall plots mm-hmm. pretty much within the next two weeks. I'll be doing some tillage work and then planning to get seed in the ground right after Africa. Yep. Yeah. So, my plan also. Yeah. So look forward to that podcast coming from Big Time. Go to BigTime.com, code WCB2022. Help save you some coin. Also, uh, Illinois Deer and Beer Fest is coming up. Big Time will be there, and we will be the official dealer for the Illinois Deer and Beer Fest for Big Time. So if you need some seed then, it'll be... We're your guys. It'll actually be pretty... It'll be just after. You'll be a little late, but you can still have time to pick it up and get it in. That's so right. You'll still be sitting good. Also, Huntworth. Huntworthgear.com. They offer three awesome camo patterns, Disruption, Tarnan, and Hidden. Hidden's more their hardwoods, traditional-type pattern. Tarnan is got that broken up more of like, I don't know. I like the look of it. I'd say it looked good from a tree stand or from the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used both. I use disruption on my Wyoming mule deer hunt and some of my Western stuff. Um, and it's performed great. So uh, give Huntworth a try. Check them out. A lot of uh, farm implement stores will carry uh, Huntworth. Like Farm and Fleet carries it here. It's a great, great price point also. Great price for great product. Uh, and we have a code WC. WCB15 at HuntworthGear.com. Um, so check them out. Give them a chance. They're great people, too, man. Great people. We're going to be rocking all that Huntworth stuff in Africa. It's like Prime Days all the time. We just save you guys money. Yeah. yeah. You, should, you should be thankful, guys. 
<laughs> you should appreciate us more. Yeah, you should really appreciate us more and our partners because we're just doing the best we can. <laughs> You're welcome. You know what I mean? We're doing the best we can. Um, old Barn Taxidermy. Um, I've talked, I just got that full-blown Old Barn tour. Um, I think one of the best, Sam Gaylord's like one of the best taxidermists in the country for bears. Um, they do all species. Uh, they crank them out. It's a system. They're changing the way um, I think about the taxidermy industry. Um, they're just basically on the cutting edge of everything. And you might not know it, but your local taxidermist might use Old Barn's tannery. It's a good chance so, they do. There's a real good chance. Um, and G2 Forms is their own line of forms that they've came out with. Um, they're kick-ass. Ask your taxidermist if they can get G2 Forms. Old Barn Taxidermy. Um, and they have drop-off locations. Let's see what's... Uh, do they have the drop-offs listed on their website? Let's see. Got to somewhere, right? Right there. Go back. Tannery. Go back. At the bottom. Pick up and drop off routes. Oh, they have a. Oh, jeez. I don't. They had a drop off spot. Right there. There's all the spot. Well, you probably have to click on click on that. Probably takes you to the next menu. I don't know. It's a lot of work. Get on Old Barn's website. And yeah, you can check find it out. It. Yeah, do your thing. Camelfire. Camelfire.com. I've seen some people posting in the group today about uh, Camelfire, the deals going on this week. Right now, they got tree stands for 40% off. It's a different revolving deal. Recycles every 12 hours or something like that. <clears throat> All sorts of goodies. There's uh, trail cams right here. There's a sin crusher bag. 50% off. Some blinds on there. What are these? Steel blind post brackets? For what? What is this? For what? I need this. So the Angled legs right? and large platforms. Ah, used for hunting blinds. Cool. Neato. Look at that. Camelfire.com uh, deals. Delete your browser history. Your wife will never know where you're buying all your stuff from. Mm -hmm. And uh, she don't need to know, frankly. You know, find something else to do. Don't you got to go to Target and buy an $8 coffee? Get the fuck out of my face. Get off my phone. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Spy Point Trail Cameras. The Flex is now available and available in stores that you're near a Spy Point dealer. Um, we have a couple Flexes on the way. I got one in the woods now. The easiest setup camera for cellular network that I've ever fucking put out. Like, easy. Do you love it? Five steps. I do love it. It's very impressive. Um, it's got the test button on it. You hit the test button so you don't have to sit there and guess and dance around in front of your camera. I know you like to dance, Doug. But, um, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to dance. I mean, get some calories, but no, great performing camera. It's uh, it grabs basically whatever um, cellular network is closest. You don't have to sit there and fight like, oh, the, the Verizon works here, but not at the bottom of the hill. Right, you, you sit there and dance, here. and then it'll tell you it doesn't work, and then you got to move it. Yeah, it'll grab whatever that cell signal stronger. So check them out, spypoint.com. The flex, I think it's going to change. Um, the reputation for SpyPoint. We get a lot of you guys are mad haters, um, but they've they've changed their customer service. This flex is going to change things for SpyPoint. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. in time. Mm -hmm. So be open minded. I, we get it, guys, but things are changing. They're improving, and they're great people. Um, we talked with them all the time. Novix tree stands, the Echo, the Hilo, whichever one you want. You want to go big? You want to go super mobile? They're both mobile, but. How mobile do you want to get? Um, they have hunt-ready systems where you can get the Hilo or the Echo ready to go, ready to rock. Five eighty-nine ninety-nine. everything you need to go with the Hilo and four full-length sticks. It's pretty fucking good. That's a deal. And ethical people made here in the USA, Peoria, Illinois. Um, Got to support Novix and all the good people there. So check them out. 
All right, on to the episode. Hope you enjoy it, guys. Thanks for being here. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Working class bow hunter podcast. <laughs> we are already starting off spicy. Uh, this podcast is purely a BS session. If you're here for educational purposes, check back in. I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, skip to the next one. Catch you on the next one. Skip maybe on that one. <laughs> um, this is we. So to give you some updates on what we've done today, we've already done a three-hour podcast today. Yep. This is our follow-up BS podcast. There's NA beers on the table, and we're gonna do. <laughs> it a, is currently ten nineteen p.m. on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday, and we are yeah. going to do our introductions, ending on the BS guest of the hour. <laughs> Because we know nothing serious could ever come out of this shit. I thought mm-hmm. we were going to have him do his intro again. All right, hold on. It is time once again for another splendid episode of the Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. What is this voice? What did he say? Yeah, this is Steve again. Hey, welcome back. Uh, this is a, this is a great opportunity for me to tell you guys that I uh, missed you, and this is just a BS episode. So clearly, you saw who was on it. Obviously, it's not going to be anything important, but we are right here at oh uh, maybe let me make up an address twenty twenty two Bow Hunter Avenue, the brand new. Buckatorium Platinum Edition. Don't forget, don't forget where we're at. Right here in beautiful... Do, do I say the city? Say it. New Windsor, Illinois. There, that's right. They got a storefront with the logo on it. I am Steve. Sitting next to me is Doug. Hi. Over there is Kurt. Glad you're here, Steve. I know. Eric. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, John, who I just met. Yep. Who is yoked and looking... Greek, mm, the Greek god. The Greek god. He just Adams. came from college. Yeah. I, he did. <laughs> Is on a shirt, <laughs> frat boy. Yep, <laughs> yep. I did graduate. You did graduate college. I have a bachelor's degree. Good for you. Damn, John. Yeah, right. What a flex on us. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> In what? Mass communications. Oh, okay. What does that mean? Gym coach. He can answer a telephone. I know how to communicate with mass audiences. Do you which, really though? From what I understand, it's gym what, teacher. What you guys have a pretty <laughs> massive audience. So. <laughs> That's what we're doing. So hey guys. He went to college for this. You're doing great. So, hey, uh, John literally got here three minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I started my day on Eastern time this morning and 
and somehow then, ended up in the podcast studio. Yeah, because okay. I texted you at like I don't know what time it was this morning. You just left. Like yeah, my ETA is like ten p.m. I'm How like, long have you been Ooh. driving today? Uh, well, yeah, I I want to say at least ten hours. Well, welcome. something like that. Yeah, you're at uh, the WCB Airbnb. Yep. Glad yeah. you're here, buddy. Glad hey, you made it safe. Hey, we'll send you a bill. Hey, I'm happy to be here. Always happy to be <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, just do the Give linens. Us five stars. So. Do the linens and the dishes before you leave, and <clears throat> we'll make up for it. All right. Good intro, Steve. Thank you. I was, uh, I was a little rusty. Haven't done that in uh, two years since I lost my job. You know, <laughs> fucking pandemic. <laughs> it was rough on everybody. <laughs> you never had a job. We just fired you. <laughs> <laughs> you. You were just a long-standing intern that never made the cut. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Dude, uh, Lee's gunning for that number one spot, and he's probably going to get it. He's a cult leader. That's right. Mm. He knows how to move around. <laughs> Man, move he around. Does, he does know how to move around. He took some notes. So we're here just for a BS podcast. We figured it'd be fun to have Steve come in. Honestly, the reason why we're doubling up is because if we don't do double up podcast when we want to cram another one in, like we're booked the fuck out. So it's. Yeah. It's, and we got a hunt coming up and all <clears throat> kinds of shit coming up. So. That's why we're booked out. It's because of the hunt stuff. But like our next opening is end of September right now. Oof. So we're doing double nights. <laughs> yeah. I'm, call, um, I'm calling in sick. Hey. All right. Well, to the podcast or to work? Either or. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it depends how he's feeling. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Well, we just caught you in a lie now. <laughs> what's been new in the life of Steve? Because the only people that know what's been going on with Steve are people who have uh listened to thoughts from a steve on our patreon yeah and and how's that going it's uh it's fun i lost my voice for a month like last month so i'm gonna i was trying to get podcasts out like once a week and the last like last episode i did it sounded like i had went down on cigarettes for like three hours my voice was you did awful and dude thoughts from a steve is so fun like it's on the patreon there's people that listen, and now we've got, like, inside jokes that, for some reason, when me and Doug started them off, they just keep carrying through. No, and, man. I mean, if you, if, you want to know about, a... if you want to know about why Sweet Baby Ray's is uh, a thing, hey, working class bow hunter Patreon, 10 bucks a month. And you guys... That's not all you get is Steve's Patreon. Yeah, that's all you get, dude. No, it's, I mean, hey. And it, Actually, the, the, one, the two below that, you get more than that, so just sign up for those yeah. ones. You got to pay for that, but you get this one for free. <laughs> but, <you> know, <laughs> but it's cool. Like, you know, we just, it, everything we can do to hide Steve behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. You know it. It's like we're, we're the most protected that any risk he might offer. Well, at least we're getting paid for it. Here's, 40 bucks a month. There's three listeners. Here's one of the nice. greatest moments of that podcast. I had Jeremy Beck on and we just talk conspiracy theories the whole time. And then hunting. And then when I asked him. What drives Jeremy? I'm not even bullshitting you, dude. The phone starts cutting out. And I'm like, there's no way. Like, I'm trying to get him to, like, and he goes to try to tell a story again. And, I, like, the phone just starts dying. Like, it goes out. I've never had that happen before. But I was like, it's just a sign that I'm never going to be able to move past where I'm at because the forces that be are holding me back. Alex Jones <laughs> cut off his phone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he could have gave me, like, the advice that all of a sudden I would be able to lose weight, you know, not say dumb shit, not drink all the time. But then it was like, nope, Steve, you got to stay the same and keep living in your parents' basement girlfriend list now again that's a new thing too 
right. <laughs> a lot to dive into. That was a lot. That was there's, a lot. A, there's a whole lot there, guys. I got all I because of your phone cut out. Dude. Real, real yeah. question here. Where's the fucking turtle at? Yeah. All right. We got. Uh, there's a couple things we got diving in deep. Yeah. Right. Hey, I'm, I'm, eat, I'm still eating this thing. So Eric made this his bet, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> On top of your guys' bet, which I love because it just kind of I can relax with it. <laughs> Eric's a betting man. He is. Yeah, recently. He, you he, have been a betting man. I've been winning too. So, so remember that this fall. <laughs> to fill the listening. <laughs> how's, how's that tattoo, by the way? Eric? It's awesome. Have you seen it? Yeah. Well, yeah. He you was were there. there when he got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. John was literally playing a guitar when you were getting it. That's true. That's true. I forgot. Well, so, yeah, you guys had like a live tattoo thing in Pennsylvania, right? Ohio. Uh, Ohio. Uh, that's first what it was. Oh, Airbnb yeah, yeah. tattoo I've ever gotten. Yeah, we got a couple of kitchen tats. So <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> they turned out great, actually. Yeah. Um, Have you seen it since I got it? I don't think. Yeah, I saw, I saw it at the shoot. I have yeah, that. It's perfect. So it sounds a lot grittier than it actually was. It was pretty. Pretty uh, sanitary. On, the Airbnb was really nice. You know, super yeah, nice. Yeah. To be honest, both my so, or all three of my tattoos <laughs> have been in either a living room or a basement. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's old punk rock dudes that get a hold of a tattoo gun that just draw an outline of a lady on a rocket. Yeah, hey, whatever works, man. I wish you would have. I I will try and dig up images of the tattoo. It was just an outline, and then uh, before he passed away, Derek Jackson, uh, who was a good friend, he went back and redid it and made it look. Way better than it was. It's not good, but it's better than what it was. Don't you have yeah. like Paramount on your chest or something? No, I have Parliament. Parliament. Par- Paramount. Paramount. Paramount Plus. Like the fucking TV channel. As soon as that shit came like out, I had to get the plus right here. I thought here. you were a movie freak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven years later, he gets a plus next to it. Oh, you, you want to see the fake taxi tattoo on my thigh? What? Is that true? No. God, no. <laughs> Movie fan? No one knows a fake taxi is? Right, no, I know what it is. I just uh, everyone knows what it is here. <laughs> so where, where is the turtle? For people who don't know, Steve made a bet with me several years ago at a trade show in front of people at the booth during a podcast that that year he would make a bet with me that he would kill a bigger deer than me that year. And he had this pet turtle. Um, African side neck for turtle nerds out there. <laughs> turtle uh, nerds? <laughs> the, best, the best kind of nerd. By the way, YouTube turtle nerds. Dude, there's guys that have like terrapins and We're shit. We're coining that. John turtle has nerds. 12 turtles, by the turtle way. Turtle nerds. <laughs> dude, so, I was, all the people that bash the podcast are fucking nerds. turtle nerds. Dude, was and still <laughs> am. off the tongue. A giant Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan okay. growing up. So. That's different. That's a different nerd. Yeah. About. So Steve was like, yeah, I'm cool. I'll make this bet. I don't remember what your side of the bet was. Um, but I basically said, fine. If I beat you in this bet, we're going to kill your turtle. And Steve took the bet. And, of course, he lost. You bet so, your turtle's life. Of course I lost. I mean, why'd you say it like that? <laughs> did Peter ever, did Peter ever <laughs> contact you? No one, you no, no one ever had any faith in you on that Belkin bet. Uh, I had that faith, was, I, you know, I had faith in myself. That was an outlandish bet. Oh, dude, Steve, you knew exactly what you were betting. <sighs> you were on Uncut Gems right there, son. And what? Making bets you can't cash. What is Uncut Gems? What is that? The movie, you dumbass. I haven't seen it. Great movie. It must not be on Paramount. Solid. Anyway, <laughs> getting to the point, where's this turtle? Uh, the turtle was in protective custody. Which meant, really, where was it? In the sewer eating pizza. Really? Where was <laughs> it? In the sewer eating pizza? <laughs> <laughs> it was at my parents' house. The whole time? 
for a good long while. No, it came with me out to the shithole apartment that Doug helped me move into after yeah, he kicked me out I of his house. I thought you said it was at your girl, your ex girl's place, and, and her kids loved it. It was, and now I gotta go get it back. So it's still there. We'll get it. It's at your. Ex-girl. So you gotta get it's, it back. You don't have no attachment to it anymore. So now we're gonna eat the fucking thing. We're gonna we're gonna see what we do. I'm gonna try and get it back, but this is a this is a difficult situation. We might did, did just go raid this house. Ski mask. Dude, you know we, should do? we should just hit it with a turkey load. Oh, man. We should put in a, like, a clay pigeon thrower. <laughs> <laughs> what if he lives and he just lands in the water? <laughs> Dude, just in his shell, it does nothing. <laughs> yeah, he just lives. Just full choke. <laughs> then that turtle comes back to like, dude, avenge all the shit that we put him through, all the shit that you, he's seen you, me. You made the bet. Eric wants to put this turtle in a crock pot like nobody I've ever seen. Oh, man. Dude, turtles don't forget. Well, he's not going to have anything to remember when he's boiling, is he? Hell <laughs> <laughs> no. Just turtles say. don't forget. Yeah, no one will ever forget the turtle soup either. <laughs> I'm not eating it. Yeah, I would not eat Throw a couple of onions and some mushrooms in there. Oh, God. Hey, all right, I hear you. But anyway, you're going to die from being a turtle. You made a silly bet. I've I've made mistakes in my life. That's I, 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 That's a terrible I, I, would, I would like to go on the record and just say that uh, in my lifetime, I have made mistakes. <laughs> well, yeah, no shit. And, uh, <laughs> I have made, uh, made poor choices. And um, I would just ask that you guys all forgive me for all the poor choices that I willingly made. Um, Not happening. No, okay. It was worth a shot. What about you, Doug? <laughs> nah, dude. Kurt? Nah, not a chance. Man. John? I, I wasn't paying. What were you Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I got lost. I got, I'm sorry. That, ten hours on the road, man. Yeah. John's thinking about college. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about how to communicate. <laughs> I got a mass communication deal. All right, you want to say something to the mass audience? What? Huh? Okay. What they didn't communicate covered turtles. Communicating your message, but not listening. That's something you need to add to different Communication is different than listening. Yeah. It's all on a PowerPoint somewhere. I think it's one half of communicating. <laughs> oh, it is? Okay. <laughs> so it's like... Oh, wait. So wait, you were asking if I would eat the turtle? No, I was asking if you would forgive me for all the poor choices oh. I made in my life. Well, I, yeah, I would personally. Right, thank you. I know Doug and these guys might not, but... I would hope that... Uh, 20 for minutes. 15 seconds. <laughs> I would hope that, you know, you would do the same for me. So I, I've made my mistakes, too. And, and, and I, I've all made it. mistakes. <laughs> but when you make as many mistakes as this motherfucker Did you here. say steaks? <laughs> no. Did you say steak? <laughs> all right, what else is new in Steve's life? This is your chance for people to want you back, and I don't know if you're passing the test. Oh, man, dude. I Life, uh, life <laughs> threw me a couple curveballs. <laughs> I kicked you out of my house. And Doug kicked me out of his house. I got kicked off the podcast. But time for the day bird to fly, you know. Yeah. <laughs> time out, and the mail still getting sent there. The fucking fucking mail. Dude. Yeah, the fucking there mail. Is so much mail in my house. I have still. a PO box. I don't understand why they don't send that shit to me. You got to transfer your mail. I over. did, and I'm like, no, I wanted to. No, you didn't because it wouldn't be getting sent to Doug's. I have a shoebox full of your mail right now. What a lady's house. I will give it. You guys want to know my PO box? It's thirty five. 40. No. Oh, I can't you remember. Don't... I can't remember what the exact number yeah, is. That's Did you say problem. Niner in there? Were you yeah. calling from a walkie talkie? No. I have a piece of Traeger for his grill at my house. I don't understand how that even happened. I'm going to throw it away. Let me ask while we're on the subject of P.O. boxes, do you guys have a P.O. box I for do. the studio? You should get one and see what they send for fan mail. You know? 
You know, I've been. It's like been on the to do list, but I have not done it since we got the studio. Well, we get a free one. We just. I got a. I have a PO box. It's a giant pain in the ass. I hate them. You gotta go to the fucking. If I had a PO box, check your mail. If we had a PO box <laughs> in the studio, I'd never check it. No. <laughs> Not even on your way in in the morning? Once a month, maybe. What if someone just sent us a bunch of money? Give give me one of them big ones. (laughs) All right, I'm getting a P.O. box. Give me one of those big checks. (laughs) I had a P.O. box. I lived in Sherrard. It's the worst. Oh, yeah, 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 because you couldn't get mail delivered to your house. God, I hated it. Dude, it's fucking terrible. Like, give me a mailbox. What are you doing? I was at work before they opened, and I got home after they closed. I could never get packages. The The one in Donnie was open from, like, 7 to 10. That's the dumbest shit. Be open from like, how the three fuck to am I ever supposed to Some drop off a job. Or check <laughs> yeah. my fucking mail. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, they're getting overpaid. Yeah. For just having a box, like leave the door unlocked, fuck, or leave me a key. You can check it at twenty four hours, your your PO box, but at the same time it's like for the podcast, I want to support my local post office and drop off all the packages I post or I package up, but I never can. Yeah. Because they ain't fucking else. open. Fuck 'em. It's like what is it, Stupid. government thing? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Government hours. Yeah, and they're gone for like four hours during the middle of the day to eat lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like... Make a PB&J and take a 25-minute break like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> and take it opposite from someone else so you can still work or keep the place open. Right. Yeah. Be, be like Amazon, just fire somebody for taking a PB&J. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, we want Let's discipline. Let's get some efficiency here. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I don't care if there's 600 people in this town. You're not taking lunch. Yeah. <laughs> They're not all going to show up at once, dude. <laughs> yeah. The fucking chances of that happening, slim to none. But if it does, you're not going to be here. Yeah, because you're on lunch, dum-dum. It's actually bullshit. If you think about fuck it, dude. Fuck them. Um, what else is new, Steve? So you couldn't keep a girlfriend. Um, you still got your job? Yeah, still got my job. I'm actually working with your brother-in-law. Are you? Yeah. Currently? Yeah, he's been like trying to get me out there and uh, do what I like, do whatever for him, and uh, it's it, it's good. I yeah, I like working with him. I mean, he's do you? Uh, huh? Do you? Yeah, because he's got that pace that he wants to put on you that just wants you to be better. You know, like I'm closing in on you know turning out my apprenticeship. So it's dude, if I don't like get this shit figured out, and I'm not like at the top where I need to be and I'm not beating out everybody else. Like as soon as I turn out, it's going to be two check Friday and I don't want that, you know, probably about the past six, seven, eight months. I just like, I just wanted to go on a hustle. You know, I I'm trying to do the shit that I should have done. What's two checks Friday. It's when you get laid off, they give you two checks. Oh yeah. They give you a check for that week and then the next week. So you can have time to go find a job. Mm. Pretty common thing, yeah. If you get, if you show up to work and you get two checks on a Friday, your SOL bad deal. But I used to get laid off seasonally from work, and they never gave me two checks. Well, no, that's sure. that that's a seasonal layoff where they're going to bring you back. When you get two checks, that's when they lay you off for good. That's when they're like, hey, yeah, turn in your fired. tools. Yeah, essentially. Did Tri City give you two checks? Yeah, yeah. I remember when they came out and gave me a <laughs> gave me two paychecks. This and is neat. I get two checks. <laughs> They're like, he got I'll be all happy. Like, oh, sweet. I got two checks. Damn, double <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the bar. Do do the next my too? lucky day. <laughs> Fuck, these fucking idiots paid me twice? Fuck. And they're just like, do I get those your problem, next not week, mine. Yeah. Finally, they're paying me for what I'm worth. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't done shit all week, but. <laughs> Damn. Dude, and then it's like an office space. Milton just kept showing up even after he didn't get paychecks for like 10 years. I'd be in my stapler. And you make stapler. Uh, no, nah, man, I've I just been... Bring this whole place down. I've just been <laughs> trying to grind it out a little bit, and 
you know, I got like I. I don't believe you. I, I did. I, I started. I started another podcast, and I've got. Um, I've been saying this shit for seven years, know, but, but I've got a. Um, I got a project that I'm. I'm really excited about. Uh, so true. With this other dude online, that we're going to try and do like some video type things, and um, we're still working out those details. The guy's from uh, um, Arizona. Super cool dude. Yeah, that'll work out. I want to do that. I've got another. Well, you know he's got a girlfriend from California. From, yeah, he's not even from here. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. doing this big project together. It's going to be great, man. I met, this, really girl, I met this girl on. She's lives in California. He goes, he goes to different high school. You wouldn't know him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they went to like six. They went to three different high schools. So never heard of any of these imaginary friends. He's making, yeah, he's a good content creator. Um, pretty, I met. I met him on Call of Duty. Yeah, you might have heard of him. Yeah, yeah, Joe yeah, Rogan. You might know. Ari Shafir, you know, but no, I've got that, and then I've got a, another venture that I'm trying to do, and just uh, what your own barbecue sauce. Whoa. It's not a bad idea, actually. Wink, wink. That'd be your best idea you've ever um, had in your life. Uh, I mean, I mean, turtles. I'll talk to you guys about it after, but like <laughs> it's we're a turtle like, seasoning. <laughs> call, it, call it turtle sauce. <laughs> no, there's a there. There might be something that works. I'll tell you guys after. Uh, after because you know we're still working on a name, nerds. but we're like legit gonna get an LLC and. You in this dude from Arizona? Forward. No, it's another cat local around here. Oh, I know you're talking about already. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I well, can just guess. I bet you I know who he is. Let's see. Harrison Crop. No. No. He's, um, I got some stuff I got to talk to him about. Harry's good shit. <laughs> see? I was <laughs> trying to write. Harry's good shit. No. His family it's, owns uh, Boji's Mustard. Oh, it's so good. We, uh. Great dude, too, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's fantastic, dude. Me, he was pissed that, uh, we went and met Stale Cracker. And we gave him some of the bogeys. You know who that is? Uh-uh. He's a TikTok dude. He's like, put it on a cracker, dude. Oh. That money, dude. Yeah, that guy sucks. No, he's cool as fuck. Was he, he was around for the Snoop Dogg concert, wasn't he? No, he was. He did like some in-store signing for a uh, local chain up here, High V. Or they're not local, but like Midwestern High V. He's doing signings. Yeah, he was doing High V. No, well, and because his he's got Talk. he's got two things. He's got like a sauce. Yeah, Steve talked to him because he's the only one that showed up. <laughs> no, oh, fuck. You no, saw dude, that Walmart? <laughs> so there was a you guys gave of him around. some mustard and he didn't like it? No, he he was going to try it. He didn't eat it there because oh. everybody that comes up to him, he drinks Natty Light. And uh, Cody, who we went with, had this, uh, it's called a Freedom Funnel. It's a fucking, like, it's a Flabongo, but it's an eagle. I've seen those, yeah. yeah. Cody who? Cody Beale. Bile. Bile. Jeez. Bile. Yeah, I always call him Beale. Fuck, it's Bile. Yeah, the dude, he's always making like crawfish boils and shit. Yeah, which I oh, I thought you said that he tried it and was like it's not good. No, 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 no. He <laughs> was like, I'll take this, I'll try it, I'll let you guys know. So you want to hear something? All right, this is, we're we're BSing, so we're just going all over the place. So I live in the middle of fucking nowhere. Well, I guess I don't want to pinpoint exactly where I live. Like you could flick me up if you need to, but there's <laughs> this fucking property of these like homestead hippies. You, you didn't know about this? You know about this, right? I don't think so. The hippies? No. Uh-uh. And I guess they're great people. I've never met them. I've actually wanted to meet them, but I don't know how to like go meet them. Without... Go over and knock on their tent. Well, <laughs> you... All right. Anyway, so knock on their hammock. Every 4th of July. Like, I live at, for where we're at. I live in the middle of nowhere. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing around. Like when I look up in the sky in my area, it's fucking stars. Like there's no city lights to block anything out. Every 4th of July weekend, there's a full blown fucking... Woodstock Hippie Festival. Just a rager. Right in my, like, county block of the country of the middle of nowhere where I live. Oh, shit. And it is like, you can hear the crowd cheering. 
I've never heard of that. Do they ever do like on you a... You guys never heard me I've, talk about I've that? I've heard you talk about the party, but I know there was hippies that lived down there. Oh, yeah. Their homestead. So they like... There's a live pond the down there. They live off the land. They made like... they. I don't know if they make their own wine. They plant their own stuff. But anyway, Harrison knows or has been oh. out there to help out. And I that guess, doesn't like, fucking surprise me. <laughs> yeah. If you go out there and like help them farm and shit, they like feed you. And if you need to stay, you can put a tent up. But anyway, like they have like this festival... Like straight up festival every Fourth of July, and if you're at my place, you can hear the band fucking jamming, and it's like a fair distance away, and you can hear the crowd. It's a festival, full blown music festival, like Woodstock in the middle of fucking Illinois, in the middle of nowhere. But that one, like leading up to about a week of it, and the week after, dude, I like around my house, and there's if you're on my road, and I don't know who you are, something's up. Like, I'm getting weird. Like, I got the Glock. Like, a bunch of chicks. I got that blicky, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Just a bunch of chicks with armpit hair coming up to your house or what? Yeah, Kurt's about to put people on (laughs) t-shirts. Dude, what's up? (laughs) Looking like a mixtape in the clouds. uh, You're about to be a decal. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, you're about to be a billboard on 11th Street in Rock Island. But you'll see, like, these people that look lost kind of, like, walking around with, like, two dogs. That For some reason, homeless people need to have two dogs. Um, (laughs) You need them. Can we tell a story about me getting mad at homeless people that have dogs? You got I didn't know that was a thing. Uh when we were at ATA in Indianapolis. Dude, I don't remember any of those. Yeah, uh, there was some lady I that I was even dogs. with you. We were walking, some I mean, lady had a dog. I was mad. I'm like I threw like money out like, take that fucking dog into somewhere warm. They didn't give a fuck about her or the baby she was with. <laughs> the dog. She didn't have a baby. She probably wasn't even homeless. Yeah, she was probably just going for a walk. Fucking normal lady. You've done that. Oh, I dropped change on a chick. You though. dropped, you dropped it? <laughs> I didn't throw change at her, man. I dropped it and went everywhere. He literally threw a roll of quarters at this homeless lady's head. <laughs> she wasn't even homeless. She was she's just homeless. a lady fucking sitting on the side. a drunk girl on her phone. <laughs> I dropped, I dropped a couple quarters and she lost her mind. And What's that out of your pocket? Was that the same yeah. night that someone broke their leg? No, no, that was in no, Nebraska. That was a whole different. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, that was Nebraska. I didn't ex- mean that to be like this big ordeal. It just was really funny. It just turned out hilarious. It's just, it was one of those incidents. Her so, just feel like she needed fucking two dollars, two dollars and fourteen okay, cents. Maybe she so, did. So here's the inside joke. John, I'm filling John in. And apparently Steve wasn't there. We were in Bloomington, Illinois, the first year of Illinois Deer and Beer Fest, which is cu- it's coming back this you year. You were there. Yes. We were, I, no, I wasn't there. I was separated from you guys. We were downtown Bloomington, and it was the first weekend that uh, school, like all the college kids were back that weekend. So it was like the big party weekend. We didn't know that until we went out to the bars to have some beers. And it's like <laughs> college kids fucking everywhere, you know? And then that's when I realized, like, kids now in college dress way different than they did when we were that age. And uh, it's just straight nips out. And you're like, God, what is going on? So I paid for some drinks with cash, and I had change in my pocket. Well, it's an inside joke that my buddy Tyler always does this. Whenever he has change in his pocket, he just drops it on the ground because he knows people will pick it up. And I'm like, I got all this change in my pocket. It's annoying to carry it. And there was this chick sitting on the, on the outside of this bar, and I went by her, and I had, I must have had a lot of it, because everyone says I threw it at her. I didn't throw it at her. I swear I didn't throw it at her. But I dropped it in front of her like she was homeless, and she wasn't. And she fucking came unglued on me, dude. He threw 382 cents right at her feet. Dude, she was so mad. And, like, the timing of it. And, like, from when I dropped it to her reaction to all my boys behind me was just so funny. 
that I think I I think I cried. It was that oh, I was crying. <laughs> that might be I a- was crying out and I saw the change roll right to her. <laughs> <laughs> and then I I feel bad about it in post, but during the time, so worth it. Nah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the real question is, who bought the fucking pizza? Oh my god! I told oh, hey, I told I, to, <clears throat> I told that story on thoughts from a Steve. I bet you did. And. uh What's yeah, the story that probably just, I've just never stay s- there so people go in one of them. <laughs> yeah, they need to I've never seen a fucking slice of pepperoni pizza fly so fast. And I've never seen such pinpoint accuracy yeah. as it went like into a, an were like inch. like a Ninja Turtle throwing that. Dude, <laughs> so, all right, we'll tell. We'll, we'll give the cliff notes of the story. <laughs> Steve, in the, however long he was involved with our podcast, has never spent a dime on anything except for beer. No, and, somehow he just forgets his debit card every time or it's yeah. disconnected or something. Yeah, what the yeah. F- Declined. So anyway, <laughs> declined. Steve <laughs> buys one pizza after ATA when we're all drunk. We're back at the hotel eating it. I have like a slice, and we're like talking about. Well, all of us were kind of like not really an argument. We we're get, it was ramping up into an argument. Yep. And Steve turns to me and goes, "Well, who bought the fucking pizza?" And it just set me off. Like, it was just the wrong time to say it. And this is like five dudes in a hotel room. At two in the morning. Yes. Kurt tosses the fucking pizza. Oh, no, he doesn't toss it. Boy, he fucking throws it. I mean, this thing. Ninja started. This thing, dude, it. It's apparently there. Apparently, like. It's guaranteed still there. I mean, you guys should thank me because that pizza had rocket fuel on it. So the amount of money I spent there were even because that pizza fucking took off. And there's like a little gap in between like the nightstand and it just falls in there. No, dude, it, it didn't fall in there. It's shot, or like not falls in there, but it like just like falls in perfectly. Like, it is how it is. There's like an office desk and like the desk where you'd set your papers on and shit. Then there's a little shelf that you put like a TV on. So in between. Yeah. The desk and the shelf, there's a little space. Like a one-inch gap. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Per for a pizza. Per for a slice of pizza. And as I watched this, I didn't realize that as fast as that pizza shot back there, Kurt is actually as fast, face. too, right in my face. <laughs> He's, like, right there, and I'm just like, like, I fro- like I'm not going to bullshit. Like, I bro, I froze. Like, this dude's in my face after he's yelling at me, like, what do I do? And Kurt's like, the only reason I didn't knock you the fuck out because you didn't put your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, if you would have put your hands up, I would have punched you right in your stupid fucking face. <laughs> that pizza stuck the wall like a fucking pickle on a window, Oh, dude. man, dude. <laughs> that pizza's still back. Oh, there. it's still no, there. There's no way, dude. This is... If you stayed at a Holiday Inn Express in Indianapolis, Indiana, and you stayed in like room, it was like room four something. Oh man! And it reeked of old pepperonis. Uh, my bad, dude. They're gonna find it when they remodel <laughs> that hotel. They probably had to remodel that one room. <laughs> Hand me one of them ice cold beers, would you, Doug? But anyway, are they gonna throw it at me? Hey, no, I definitely wouldn't. Hey, I've been hey. throwing a slice of pizza since then. To be hey, but, hey, Actually, but. I've been pretty chill. Since we fired you. <laughs> he actually has been very chill. He has been chill. Hey, who bought the fucking beer, by the way? I don't think he's yelled at anyone. Well, we're not drinking your fucking beer yet. Yeah, okay, but time out. Whenever, say, whenever back in the day, we'd be like, hey, Steve, can you pick a beer? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, 12 pack, baby. Se- there's seven guys here, and he picks up a sixer. <laughs> he picks up a sixer, yeah. <laughs> it's like, cool, well, if we, I take three have, sips. I take this beer we can have half a beer each. Yeah, if I take three sips, pass it to you, and then if you that, hold down and that then for also about 20 like, minutes. That's all they had at the gas station. Where'd you go? 
Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the one gas station that only has that kind of beer. Yeah. <laughs> only has sixers. And they're, and they're eight ounces. <laughs> great fucking beer in my dad's garage. <laughs> yeah. No wonder it's always... Dude, you did do that one time. That Perry did, brought that a bag of beer. <laughs> Just a mixture of beer. <laughs> a grocery bag Remember full of like, guys, beers. I got beer for an hour. I was like, oh, sick. Straight beer. A mixture, nice. of <laughs> a mixture of, like, warm Michelobes. <laughs> <and> <laughs> it's like some natties in there. He told <laughs> you he went to fucking Hy-Vee and Dude. got the fucking variety pack. <laughs> no, fucking way they're warm dude the amount of bullshit Mixed steve has ran us through like Man. it's insignificant bullshit that just led up to us like finally being like get out of here and never come back dude it's like that fucking if it, you could like, record it now it'd be perfect oh uh, gosh it'd be a fucking train wreck i don't want to relieve those days dude i've I, i've moved past those days steve drove fucking four years hammer drunk with a fucking taillight out dude i cannot believe like for years, every vehicle you had for oh, yeah. five years mm-hmm. had a taillight out on it. Remember <laughs> his truck with the frame? <laughs> the yeah. He was like, hey, I got a deal on this. And I was like, hey, being a good guy, I am. Yeah, no one cars. I'm like, hey, I'll come look at it with you. No, it's a good deal. It's a good deal. You paid like fucking 200 bucks for it or something. <laughs> I'm like, it's got to have something wrong, and he gets there, and it's just fucking accordion in the middle, <laughs> just fucking broken half. When the truck bed touches the cab. Yeah. Oh, my. And you yeah. welded it up for him, didn't you? I did. How'd you, how'd you do it? You just put a big plate in there? <laughs> you just put a jack underneath it and put as much weight as you can to straighten it out somewhat, and then put Start a plate welding. in there. <laughs> I mean, we, did, we did put some angle on it. Yeah. Did it work? Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's never back to normal. How but long was the plate you had to put in it? Uh, about 18 inches. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? Well, I mean, there's a crack in the frame. It's like almost it all rusty and it's shit. It's like one yeah. pothole away from cracking in half. So you have to I go. You have to go. You have to go way far out to the get drive shaft held it together. <laughs> you, you have to go way far God out damn. to get to some decent metal, and mm-hmm. at that point, it's still not. Think good. That, thank God the thing was four wheel drive. The fucker would have crumbled. <laughs> He's locking the hubs and fucking <laughs> yeah. the whole back. Always half keep falls on the gas. Off. That's always throttled out. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are uh, those are bad days. Don't drive drunk, people. You don't want to do that. What else did you do that was dumb, Steve? In the time you were on. Uh, what what didn't he do is the question. The pizza was a good one. Pizza was good. Oh, all right. This is bad. I've been that mad be in a long time, dude. I actually came up on a video today. Remember when you were at uh, is ATA and Indy? Same ATA. No, uh, is, no, uh, it was a different one. Were we sta- two years in a row? The the fight night one. The last one you were there. Oh, <laughs> at yeah. that shitty Airbnb. And oh, I'm like, yeah. hey, Steve, sit down Indian style. Dude, that Airbnb was the worst. It was like a video. I'm like, first night at ATA, it's like 2.30 in the morning. And I'm like, fucking here. I'm like, right by the Lucas Stadium. It's right here. And then all of a sudden, Steve's on the front porch doing the... Dude, that you know, Airbnb, we're lucky our shit didn't get broken into outside. Oh, we're yeah, because you remember, alive. Cause I, we, we ended up leaving... Um, and I love Chandler stayed alone there in the house, like in the corner by the no, church, right next door. Oh, it's literally right next door. Yeah, yes. like a, a, they were fighting against my truck. This whole like house party broke out into the road, and they're like these. It was a chick fight, which is always brutal. They're fighting, and like this one chick had her back up against my truck. I'm like, God, she have to stop. And you can't say anything because all of a sudden you're like, oh, just like lock it. <laughs> I should have set, set the alarm. Do, 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 do. I don't know why I didn't. I should have set. That's up actually the alarm. a good idea, though. Arm, yeah. I didn't even think about it. Chandler's like opening the window. I'm like, hey, we don't want any of this. We just leave that those blinds closed. I'll, insurance will cover the rest. But yeah, fuck. Yeah, good times. That's uh, that's some wild trade shows. Where were we stuff. at when we fucking? 
Oh, hey, I know, <laughs> when, I, I know something really dumb. When we ordered fucking 87 uh, White Castle hamburgers, and I didn't want pickles on them, so I threw every single pickle at Steve in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, because then Ross... I, actually, I, I, on the last uh, thoughts from Steve, I told that story, too. Uh, about, Louisville, Kentucky. Yep. No, that yep. wasn't Louisville. That's when, Ross, was. that's when Ross was going to beat your ass. Oh, shit. That's when uh, Jordan was with us because he was our Uber all weekend. Yeah. Yep. So that's when we put Steve in the yeah, tunnel I cover. Yeah, I was about to yep. say. And you guys are just like fucking hitting donuts in the parking lot. Yeah, we we, uh, we drove down to, is it Bourbon Street? Yeah. No, yeah. that's in, that, yeah, Louisville, yeah. No, because yeah. they've got yeah. Bourbon Street down there. Yeah. Well, we put Steve in the tunnel cover and drove him down from the Airbnb down to Bourbon <laughs> Street. And then he got... Like, we're all hopping out of the truck, and we open the tailgate, and Steve rolls out. Like a set of fucking golf clubs. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody said shit. Um, But yeah, we went to White Castle, ordered like an insane amount of sliders, and you tried to order them with no cheese, and Ross Ross cut your head off. Some of them. I I was like, hey, they're cheaper. And Ross like, hey, no. I'm like, yeah, who? Because everyone's arguing, and he's like, you. God damn. Dude. Dude, he was pissed. And then Doug. Who you, orders cheeseburgers with no cheese? <laughs> they don't come with fucking cheese. lunatic. No, well, and then this, this fucking idiot says he's allergic to cheese, but he eats pizza every fucking day. Yeah. It doesn't make any Different sense. Different kind of cheese, bro. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Jesus, cheese. Whenever we go, man. I'm allergic to cheese. I can't get a cheeseburger. Cheese. Like, cheese. like, hey, dude, you're allergic, to, you're allergic to cats, but you still have sex, right? Four hours later, he fucking is ordering a fucking not large same. cheese pizza. <laughs> extra cheese. Yeah, it's the same ingredients. Milk and whatever else. And milk, and cheese. milk and churning. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Eric's just throwing stirring. pickles at him. Oh, I was throwing pickles. The How many night. pickles do you think are in the Airbnb? Oh, that they didn't find thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know what? That Ross had a blanket at that Airbnb. Oh yeah, that yeah. never got found. It was a our buddy. He killed like a two hundred seventeen inch buck, and that was like his wife. It was his first gift from his wife back in the day. Got his him girlfriend like, at the time. Girlfriend at the time. This big blanket with him holding this. It was actually badass, like a big heavy blanket. Someone stole it out of the Airbnb. Someone had to. Why we stayed there because it went missing and we never found it. Dude, we were looking for hours before we left. Yeah. We tore the whole thing apart. I emailed the owner of the Airbnb. Nothing. He still is pissed about it. Like to this day. But so <laughs> someone came in and stole the blanket. Away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all I, the I, shit I, that I, was I, in yeah, that Airbnb. I don't know explain it. Someone did it. Probably because the Airbnb owners are fucking working class fans and they're like, "Fuck, we're gonna go in there when they're it's not there." Worth and some money fucking loot yeah. shit. <laughs> eBay two days after yeah. hey, hey, it's, it's still on eBay to this point at this day. <laughs> that thing's in a Salval store, sitting on a shelf somewhere, and people pick it up and like. They pawned it. Yeah. Just get this podcast big enough to where someone's going to recognize Ross bigger and say, hey, that's his blanket, like 30 years later. And then they give it to him when he's like 90 and he's just like Woodrow Wilson. He's just dead already. He's like, cover him up with it. I had to put it in his Steve's just like, I had it this whole time. Hey, you know what? You know what? Ross, I found it. And he just like, yelled at me at White Castle. My favorite thing has been using this. A comforter <laughs> at his viewing, you're just yeah. like, let's tuck him in. Steve just like, remember <laughs> one blanket out. Like it, yeah, oh, I've had this since Louisville. My, Wait, favorite, my also, favorite thing is Doug thinks I'm gonna outlive Ross, and thank you for that because there's no fucking way, <laughs> dude. You're gonna make the Marvel that outlives everyone. <laughs> oh, God damn, yeah, it's gonna be terrible. I will come to all your funerals. <laughs> don't come to mine. Yeah, just, hey, just don't. Hey. hey, bro, I'm not even invited to your funeral. You're going to speak at mine. I want to hear what you guys say. Uh, how From, hell. Here. <laughs> From hell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Doug... 
have a lot to say about you. Yeah, I lived with him and uh, stained one of his mattresses while I lived there. And Never then, paid uh, him rent. What mattress got stained? All of them. Yeah, all of them. That dude, bro, there was a lot of fucking going on in that house. <laughs> yeah, with, with you guys. Yeah, with Doug. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> bro, what, you didn't know? <laughs> so what happened with your girl? Oh, boy. Let's talk about your girl situation. Oh. What happened, man? Tell know, the people. Uh, you realize there's like 60% of our audience has no idea who the fuck you are. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go back and listen to any of the first like 302 years episodes. previous to this. Yeah, just uh, stay away from that. Uh, dude, uh, you know. I'll say this because, like, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to not be fucking negative, but it's like I don't even you, really want to launch this as like its own weekly episode at this point. I don't even want to listen to this. To be no, honest with you, dude. When you do everything for someone and then they got to be like, "Yeah, I'm." Kinda... Wait, time out. Did she do everything for you? No. Are you sure? I just wanted her to. Because we did everything for you, but we didn't do anything for you. I know. Yeah. I know it's it, it like I get it. Just like, saying, I get Just it. You know what? This, it, this, this was perfect timing because <laughs> damn, you some therapy. Right? I literally, I literally said this Bro, earlier. I was like, hey, when you do everything for everyone, it, it's it's just perfect intervention. You get to a point where I love how Steve could have guided the first forty minutes of this podcast into really just capitalizing on like all our listeners be like, you know what, Steve should come back. Ugh. You know, and like he could have got like, dude. You know, I went deer hunting and did this, and completely we'll we'll fucking dropped the ball. Like, just dropped the ball. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, you gotta warm people up, dude. You gotta warm them up. What? Do you guys want to hear about my deer hunts? No, I never I'm, really got I'm invested in this woman story right now. <sighs> so, man, <laughs> it just it, it. What a fucking. Shit it came show. to a point where. I no longer wanted to continue to have the same fights, the same story. You guys know this all too well, where you try and you try and you try, and they're just not going to change. So you just got to cut ties. Okay, so how's the Tinder game going? All right. So, so tell us about your pretty, <laughs> I like so, like tell so us wait, wait, this wait. long relationship story. <laughs> and he tells like cut, yeah, two like minutes of it. Off, and you're like, yeah. okay, right, how's right, the tinder going? Tinder? I realized we're getting into a <laughs> yeah, long the, story that I didn't give a fuck about. Yeah, it's, it's not like I knew our kids' <laughs> names or anything, and they knew my name too. But uh, yeah, here we go. Stepdad um, Steve. Dude, listen. Oh, we're on the tinder. Nobody we're, wants to be a stepdad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, I'm kidding about that. A lot of guys are great stepdads. They are. I uh, probably would have been a mediocre stepdad. No one wants Steve to be their stepdad. No, God, <laughs> fuck no. Dude. dude, I could be someone's step boyfriend, you know? Ladies, what's up? I only get you on the weekends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad plug. I'll give you that. That was pretty good. That, that wasn't too bad. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Was Wait, every other weekend or just on the weekend? Yeah, let's do every other weekend. Step boyfriend. <laughs> I need a second to unpack that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was step boyfriend. I had to think about it for a minute. Like, wait, what? What does that mean? Give me the deets. Okay, so um, you didn't like your kid, so you broke up with her, and then you got this (laughs) tender going on. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Kurt's words, not mine. Uh, did, did you pay for the like the premium tender? You you just Uh, no, because I know what it's gonna be. Because here's the thing. About a year ago, you're a piece of shit. About a year ago, you guys, want, you guys want to look at my prime time? Like I shot a decent buck that I was like super proud of, and I was trim. I was two hundred five at that time. It was November, uh, twenty twenty. What kind of drugs were you doing to lose all the weight? Absolutely none, dude. I just couldn't, just wasn't eating, and I was actually working out at that time. 
Like I wasn't eating Casey's pizza every day. It was I was just like step Casey's pizza, just like every couple on the weekends. the fuck up though. And then goddamn COVID. And then yeah, so I just man, I I ate less and just worked harder and dude step. Whatever you want to fill that blank in only on the weekends is a great <laughs> dude, dude, you're a step hunter. Yeah, I was about to say, she's a step hunter. I was just about to say every that, other dude. weekend. Every other weekend. The step hunter. <laughs> Don't have full visitation rights on this tree stand, so we're gonna have to Oh man, that's great. Yeah. Okay, sorry I had to write that down. Full visitation right. He lost in the divorce, the tree stand. <laughs> the tree stand. <laughs> Uh-huh. The DNR. <laughs> she took half my trail cams, all four of them. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, like that was. Well, I want to talk about Tinder. We're not off Tinder yet. I don't know. No, yeah, because I'm because I'm getting there. <laughs> like, dude, that was. So you're single. Prime time. Single and pringle. if you guys want to hear like a wild like hookup story from a bar, well, I I've do. Want, I do want to hear it. But here's what I'm kind of getting at with the Tinder thing. Yeah, I want to see like what New Windsor has for Tinder. Okay, like right in New Windsor. Like, can can you box it into New Windsor? Yeah, yeah. Internet's kind of crummy, but we'll, uh, we'll get on the Wi-Fi here. I'll, I'll log in. I've checked it before back in the day. It's not good. I gotta see it. You gotta extend your radius a little bit, probably. No, I just want, I'm well, curious. I'm not on it anymore. To see what the uh, that's a if, development. If you see dog. if you see a really hot one, uh, chances are she's uh, in a plane flying over. <laughs> so she's within three miles. <laughs> I'm off the Tinder. Caught me off guard big time. <laughs> Caught a lot of people off guard. Open up Facebook right in front and center. Doug, Doug's in a relationship. <laughs> the, ta- the tables have turned. Took who would have thought? Straight back. When are you getting married, bro? <clears throat> Blew my hair straight back. <laughs> Blew it off. <laughs> <laughs> when are we getting married? All right. It's in. So here's why. No. I'm and this what is, this is where I was going. That? What's that? What phone case is that? Um, One I bought off of uh, uh, Amazon. I would not recommend it. <clears throat> it got scratched all the fuck. It's waterproof, but it got scratched all the fuck like within the first two days. Okay. No, not a fan. Um. <laughs> It was seven. So when I was when I was going with that story, I was like looking good, you know, like two oh five. I could wear an XL and like ladies were giving me looks. That's how I met said individual. And <clears throat> my Tinder matches were fire. Like Doug seen a couple of them, and it was like this is good to go. If I get premium now miles. because I got comfortable in a relationship Look and got you. a smoker, buddy's tubby again. So I know what it's hey, gonna be. If you're gonna be. You got to be the funny fat dude. Otherwise, if you're not funny, what I say to you? Yeah, you're not funny. You can be fucking replaced. Okay, well, this is twenty miles. <laughs> not That's, what I said. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I've had a chick with a nose ring. Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> That's not what I said at all. It's hard to swipe in podcast. <laughs> not what I said at all. You <laughs> wasn't even in the realm. No. <laughs> But if you ain't right. fat, you're overweight. That's what you Sorry, said. Sorry, yeah. What, what did you say? Sorry, I'm trying to get this. It doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> Distance preferences. Right, we go 15 or 20 miles. Go. I'm talking four. I want to see what's in this neck of the woods that oh, we're in. Oh, shit. Well, the bar right I want to know street. times get tough. What have the boys got to sweep up at the bar? We're, we're, we're going to do 12. Yeah, give us 12, because that go. gets us not very far. And I want to see him. you got to show him. Don't just swipe through oh, him. Damn, this one's 19 miles away. Ooh. Let me see. Hello, Allie. Oh, come on. You sw- oh, you didn't- no, no, no. I just I, I clicked over. I don't know how this works. Let me see. Don't say her name, dude. Her oh, dad can listen. 
<laughs> Over dad's like, you tap to hit the photo? Yeah, tap either right or left, and I'll go back. Yeah, if you swipe, then you're mm-hmm. then you're doing business. Yeah, swipe right, and it's good to go. Well, there you go. That's you, Steve. Get that one. All right. So what do I do? Uh, swipe. Hold your finger on it and swipe right. Like, is this right? No, no, no. That's the, right. That, that's yeah. right. Ah, no match. Oh, oh no match. No match. match. It just needs some time to work into right the system. Yeah, so I cheat sometimes. You that cocky? What we got here? Oh boy. Uh, if she's like, <laughs> <laughs> right? is that, that's yeah, yes. that's good to go. Send. Send it. Yes, sir. How yeah. close are these? This one's twenty-two miles. <sighs> What's the blue check mark mean? Uh, that they're verified that this is actually them. It's a real person, not a bot. Not a bot. These kids are bot lobbies. <laughs> yeah, the robot. <laughs> the bot lobbies all the time. Oh, these are all far away. How I want to know what's right here. This is eighteen miles. That's that's probably the best you're going to get because I just changed that. Twenty-two miles, half a mile. See, all oh. these are yeses for you, Steve. Like, and they're like not as bad as I thought. There you go. They're not matching them. Oh, damn. Yeah, can't, yes, they, sir. can't they match later? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you pay for premium? No. That's what I was saying. I'm not going to pay because... You can't afford fucking pizza. Look at that one close. <laughs> That's me- It's kind of shallow. We just want to say your name. Right? What? Tinder. A little bit, but you get to eat, like you only go after what you want. Like, it, it shouldn't be... Mm. It shouldn't be what? Let me see. Like, it... Is that the same one? Bless her heart, man. You uh, can... It's hard out here. You should give be able a, to... Give her a swipe, Steve. <laughs> it's better than what you got now. Yeah, do it. Let's send it. Yeah. All right, what's your sending it? It's, it's kind of sad, a little bit. Like, I don't know. Like, I made me sad in my heart a little. No, Tinder? it's... Tinder? Because that just it, did, for some reason. Because you got to have some sort of attraction to somebody, right? You know, there's there's got to be something there. You can't just be that's like... That's where it oh. starts, yeah. I guess that's where it starts at a bar, too, you know? Like, you got to see somebody you're attracted to, then you go up and talk to yeah. her, right? But... I mean, like, God, I'm glad I'm not playing that game. Right. <laughs> it, it, Way before it, my time. It is nice, like, knowing, like, before you hang out that they actually do like you, so. Like, find you attractive. Yeah. Like, think instead of, like, at a bar, you just hope things go well. Because we all know if we go to a bar and Doug thinks someone's attractive, he ain't going to go up and talk to him. Yeah, that's a tough no, game. No, I play the long game. You know, they come to me. Yeah. Which never happens. Yeah. The long game is in you're waiting a long fucking time for yeah. someone to come up to you. <laughs> yeah. That's like yeah. Posting, but that's all of us. Yeah, yeah. That's like posting sad posts on Facebook and hoping a chick goes, oh, you know what? You're really sad. Let me come yeah, I fuck saw you that. to happy. I saw that Facebook <laughs> yeah. post. That never gonna, works. Never works. I was going to comment on that. Let me come cheer you. What? Yeah. No. You posted like a little teenage high school girl. Oh, yeah. Cause bro, right. And that wasn't even about the situation. It was about a, something else. And I just. Wait, your turtle? No. So let's talk about hunting, Steve. Let's talk about hunting. Because hard transition. I love the abrupt transitions, yeah. That's what we're doing. So yeah. Steve says, I couldn't do the hunting podcast, but now that I'm not on this hunting podcast, I'm going to put gonna a lot of effort shit. into yeah. hunting. Because like, I, I was like, it was when I was talking to um, Jeremy, and I've, I've been saying it on some of the episodes, I'm like, on the thoughts from Steve, I'm like, shit, I got to get out there and go after it because I'm like, I spent so many hours just like not hitting it as hard as I need to. And I'm like shooting a couple of bucks the past two years. It's like, dude, you can always have this feeling if you put the effort into it. And that's why I like it. You know, I kind of wanted to make a promise to myself that I was like, out of all the 
promises that I've ever made to people and didn't keep. I'm like, now it's time to start trying to keep them. And I mean, you got to after, gotta, after gotta, the podcast. After, yeah. Well, but it doesn't matter. You really left the podcast and killed a buck. Did <laughs> <laughs> kill a buck the whole five years you were here? Let's fill John in. John's the perfect yeah. audience member oh, yeah, that doesn't know you. Yep. John, you need a beer. Maybe I should just interview him then. Because I'm you, like, you should, but let me I'm f- totally out of the loop. <laughs> let me fill you <laughs> in on this communications little, major. <laughs> I'm gonna fill you in on this little ditty. I called Steve every morning I went hunting to be like, Hey bud, let's get up and get it and go hunt like as his motivator, you know? Did I not? Mentor. Yeah. Oh yeah. For a while, and then it just and, ended up being a waste of my time. But yeah. I, I made a valiant <laughs> effort. Going straight to voicemail. That, that might be slightly off topic, but but a good business model. Like, yeah, you hire us to call you in the morning to get you pumped up, Fuck. dude. I, and I would talk to you on the way to you the tree, I mean? and yeah. she, like because you had a little drive, I had a drive, and we would. I would try. It happened a couple times. You actually did get up, but the couple times you did. The one time I killed a buck. Yeah. And it's like, it was like that motivational morning amp up. Hey, what's your game plan? I'm driving. What are you doing? Got the coffee in me or whatever. You I'm know? driving. And you don't. Steve says he's driving, but you can hear his dog snoring in the back. <laughs> you don't like realize how cool those mornings were until they're just gone. Like, um, you know. Like a breakup. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a break. You don't know what you got until it's gone. But like, dude, I, I had a luxury that look at looking back. Now, you know, and seeing where this podcast ended up going, you know, I had an opportunity that pissed away. Like, we could have been, like, on it doing some more shit. And it's it's the effort that I did not put in. And those mornings that I didn't get up and go hunt, like, I could have been out there, you know, three or four years earlier shooting bucks to where now I could be, um, you know, so much, so much further forward. But... Be that as it may, there's way too many fucking what ifs in my life, and this is what's been. Yeah, getting, you can't. Yeah, you can't dwell on all that. Yeah, but. this is this is what's getting me. It's not the what ifs. It's well, what am I going to do different? So instead of me continuing to live the life that I've lived, because it's I'm 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 sick and tired of the way that I handle shit. It's it's not well. If I would have done this, it's well. This is what I'm going to do. And that's why I made a promise to myself to go hunting more because, I mean, shit, I didn't do it, and I'm still boys with you. And now with that uh, Patreon series, I'm it's this is motivation to get me out there. I need to start getting my ass in gear for like when August and September and everything rolls around. And it's I'm tired of living in the past, and I'm trying. I just I'm really trying to move forward as a man, as a human, as you know, the guy that people want around because for a long time, nobody wanted me around that led to some fucking depression issues and it sucked. And I didn't have anybody to blame, but myself. And it's fun to like, talk about some of the dumb shit I did, but like realistically <laughs> looking back on it, dude, I, you guys were awesome for sticking with me as long as you did still this day sticking with me and, you know, inviting me here. And it's just, these are motivators to just get the fuck out there and go shoot something. And if all I got to do is like shoot a couple of does this year, and maybe if I do have to pass on a buck, which maybe it might happen, you know, just how this farm that 
uh, Brandon lets me hunt, hey, so be it. As long as we get out there, slay some does, and you know, just keep working on something, man. It doesn't have to have immediate results every year, but well, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, hunting t- is a long game, really. You know, one of the <clears throat> one of the feelings I always talked about, and again, it happened right after right after we left the podcast, or I did, um, was removed. <laughs> Not left. <laughs> was forcibly thrown out of the building. Uh, dude, Security I, locked I, yeah. up. <laughs> Fucking. Two uh, check Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Two check Friday in your ass. <laughs> Two check Friday. God damn, dude. I didn't even get the, to be a step podcaster at that point, dude. It was just gone. So. It's just done. You're out. Court order. Bro, it's a deadbeat. Court order. Yeah. Dead hey, give me a couple of them big ones. I don't care. <laughs> Fucking deadbeat dad podcaster, dude. <laughs> but, you know. No, I got, big deer. Yeah, I did get to go through those emotions. It was everything that you know you always heard. Fuck, we thought this deer was long gone. I put a bad shot on this deer, and it was back. And you're the luckiest fucking shot placement hunter on the fuck. planet, dude. You are too. I say I don't want to talk about it, but it needs to be talked about because <laughs> this shit. It's. I know I'm a better shot than that. So you get like, worked up in the moment. That's and, all, man. It's all. It's just uh, newer hunter shit, dude. We we all, looked and looked and looked for there. this deer. Oh yeah. Did I, I have I ever shown you guys the video? When we finally find the deer. Yeah. I feel like you did because I, I know the story. The creek, yeah. Right? It it was wild because we went up to go. We're like we we thought this deer was just gone. I had to leave. Um, like I shot this deer at about last last light, and I remember walking in. Another rookie mistake without my bow, and it was getting kind of dark out. And I'm like, look, and I see just like a little bit of blood, like not much. I'm like, oh, fuck, this ain't good. I go walk up a little more, and I look. There's like this dry creek bed, and I look down, and he's like three feet away, looks up at me, stands up, runs like 10 yards. And I'm like, I didn't have my bow. I was expecting to see this deer dead, and he takes off. So I couldn't get no shot in him. Me and Brandon kind of looked and looked. You know, we waited about maybe an hour or two. Kind of looked just to see if we'd see blood, which way he would have went. And we had to back out. And I should mention at this time, um, a lot of the shit that was going on in my life, I was one week sober at that point. And, ah, fuck, we can open up. Like, I've been struggling with, like, alcoholism. Like, it's not, it's not anything that, uh, you know, I would just want to shrug off anymore because... How many fucking podcasts have I done where I was just too fucking hammered to continue to do things? And, you know, you drink the night before and that ruins your whole next day and all that shit. Um, I had had a couple of bad instances and, you know, it's shit I still struggle with today, but uh, I finally figured out how I can get a grip on it. Um, But I was about a week sober at that point and I went to camp and I just had this feeling dwelling on me. Like I'd never really shot a deer that I thought was like going to be dead and it. We couldn't find it. So, you know, me and Brandon went out looking the next day and we're looking everywhere, man. We're, we're scouring the area where we thought he could have been. And it, it zero blood. Like it was bad. So after hours and hours of searching, man, we just, we had to call it. We like, we had no blood. We had nothing to go off of. Mm-hmm. And we get to a spot where there's, it's like super high up, but there's a Creek way down. 
and it's about maybe like a 50, 60 foot drop. And we're just talking about, yeah, if a deer ever ended up down there, like how shitty it would be to ever have to pull it out. You know, you'd have to have a pulley system up, up here. And I remember I was like looking at something like, what is that? You know, just kind of looking at it. It looked like the topper of a combine that was like wore out. So I'm asking Brandon, he just, he starts glassing. He goes, oh my God, there's your fucking buck. And I'm like, what? And I look down and you can see the buck dead in the creek. No shit. Like, and I've got, I've got video of seconds after. Cause I'm like, there's no way. And the feeling I had all night, just down on myself, didn't drink, didn't go turn to drinking, which is a bad thing in my life. Didn't do that. Stuck through that. Just pure, like, what the fuck did you do, man? You know, again, with the what ifs, what if I made a better shot? Fuck shit, I have my bow. To then finding that deer, it was, it was one of those, <clears throat> you always hear everybody on the podcast talk about, oh, it's a feeling you, you can't really understand. I can't, I can't describe to you like the lowest I'd felt just in my personal life and in like, it's a needed thing for a deer hunter, yeah. and especially when you're making maybe not the most rational decisions. Yeah. Because then you feel responsible for something else. Absolutely. And then you like you took more control. Yeah, dude. It's just the feeling that you're talking about hit you a little heavier because you're hard on yourself about what, how you were in life in general. But yeah. that feeling sucks ass whether or not everything, if everything's going perfect in life and you make a bad shot. Right. So say it sucks no matter what you're feeling. You were doubling down on your emotions. But I'll tell you, if it ever happens again, you're feeling really good about your life. You still feel like how you felt. Oh yeah. Yeah. It just, there was, there was just so much. And we've all been there. Yeah. And I, lo I love that you're trying to give us like this life thing. And I know you went through a lot. I'm happy you got the buck. It's a great deer. Um, and we were pumped for you, but I'm like, man, why couldn't you done that? The last two years in a row when I was like calling them every morning, yeah. putting this effort in to motivate you. But what I really want to get to, cause I love that story. And, and, and if, I'll let you finish if you still got more to, to go on it, but oh, I yeah, just yeah, don't yeah. want to somber us down into a hole no, and not no. be able to get back out of <laughs> no, it. No, because there's, there's a really cool <laughs> story. So. Boy hours. Yeah, I don't want to be all sad boy yeah. on your ass. You well, know what I'm <laughs> but as soon as like we found that, you know, that emotion, and this is where like that roller coaster goes, I'm like, holy fuck. And then to think back of what we were just talking about two minutes ago, it's like, oh, fuck, we got to get down there and go get this buck. It's down about a 10-foot drop. If the beavers weren't so bad, you probably might be able to get a four-wheeler around the creek was low enough. And what was going to happen? The guy who owned the property before, everything was hinge cut. So, like, getting a four-wheeler, it just it sucks. So it's dense. Yeah, that's where the, the real work started. And uh, it was... I could I couldn't call anybody like I was trying to send Snapchats and shit and like there's zero service there. But um, I was able to get through to Mark Rife because I had talked to Mark Rife the night before and he's like, I told him the situation like that's a dead deer. I was able to get to him. He's a good guy to call for blood trails. Yeah. Yep. And I told him I was like, we found it. And he goes, holy fuck. So that was that was like a really really special moment and. You know, Brandon's always had my back. Brandon Bequeath, he's good shit, and he was. 
he was more willing to help me out. So, dude, it was it, it was cool. And then I shot another buck, and this one was another like this deer was a chip shot twenty yards, and I somehow put a bad shot on this. Like there was no reason that I should have even made a bad shot on this. Shot it. We found blood, lost it. It was like, oh fuck, not this shit again. If we would have walked like two more feet, we would have found blood and then been able to walk in that direction and find the deer dead, which we ended up doing in the morning anyway. So yeah, you know, it, it was it was two years in a row, and that was kind of one of those, you know, get it in your head. You need to really get this together. Well, you got through. I, that's not uncommon, but. But it's 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 unnecessary. So you know, yeah. there's more shit that uh, just the work that needs to be put in. It's got to be there, and um, you know, I've, I've I felt pretty confident shooting at the uh, shoot a couple weeks ago. Just like, all right, cool. I'm like, I'm I'm I lost a little bit of confidence with that in my shooting, you know. But I felt more confident than I have in years. So I've been. You know what I thought like makes lows. a difference in that? Like, if you've done, I've made some. We all made bad shots. Um, I went a couple of years and not shot any dots on targets and only shot 3d targets and didn't worry about shooting circles on the 3d target shot for heart shots or lung shots, shots I want to make. Yeah. And if every shot is what you want to make and you keep hammering, even if they're three inches apart, if every shot where you're like, that's a good shot yeah. and you have that confidence, I feel like that changes a, a lot. So try that. I want to talk about this predicament that you got yourself in with Tender Girls, three Tender Girls in your oh, comedy show. Fucking a. So, so this will probably launch after this happens. <laughs> yeah. So we, so congrats on your deer two years ago. Congrats yeah. on your deer <laughs> seven years ago. ago. All right. Now, in only Steve's luck. You have photos of all these girls to back up your stories? Um, Fake story. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. I'll go into some more juicy details after the episode. Just no, I want to do it before. Oh, okay. We're going to do it on the air. Oh, I don't know that we're going to do it. Before the episode, we already passed <laughs> This that. one uh, after no, that. No, don't go. I mean, if it's graphic. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, there's just certain um, names and situations we'll leave out. <laughs> I okay. got kind of bold and brazen. And thermo- was a thermometer involved? Oh, fuck's sake. No one knows that story, do they? <laughs> Some of the old-time listeners might know that story. Hey, you want to know, said, you wanna know who bought little, the fucking pizza that day? I got a little bold and brazen. <laughs> okay, break it down. What happened? <laughs> All right. Your temperature's running a little hot. Okay. You about the, to leave the applause going? Are, the thir- are, are the are thermometer? No, 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 no. Oh. Yeah, so I, I get bold and brazen, <laughs> and I ask uh, these couple of chicks that I'm kind of talking to, you know, because there's about three of them, and I got a stand-up show on Friday. This coming Friday. This coming Friday, so it's already been passed. Um, this Friday is Sam and I's anniversary. Maybe we'll come out. So really? I'm having, you should. So, like, this coming Friday. This but, coming Friday. But in, the podcast will launch after. You, you'll actually like where this place is. It's a... Uh, I, will, I would love to come and support you, but we're not going. Oh, okay. Where's it at? It's at... Uh, a metery. I don't know what town. Davenport. Oh, so a metery like a away. butcher? Show? No, like like honey meads, like honey wine. Oh, meads, meads. They said meatery. No, that's, that's, that's a metery. That's, that's my. That's called my. That's my Tinder name. So you find on grinder. The metery bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the metery. The metery. <laughs> 
Step into my meadery. Okay, you're meeting this chick at the meadery. Are well, you doing stand-up at the meadery? Yeah, I'm doing it, and I'm actually headlining, and I just said... You're headlining? Yeah. I ask, uh, out of three of them, I ask them all if they want to show up, because I know how this shit goes. Like, a couple of them are going to pull out. Um, <laughs> not me. No, no, not Doug. Uh, they all confirm that they are going to be there. Sorry, I turned that down. All three of them? Yeah, they're like, I can't wait to see it. And then a fourth one entered up entering the chat. And uh, now I might just fake COVID and uh, not show up. <laughs> and I'm going I'm to go see Tinder chicks and they come to see my show. And then they're like, where's Steve? And then it's going to start a no, whole thing in it. No. That'd be the biggest Steve move ever. No, you oh, got to show up. And all four of these women will probably not show up. But if they do... You gotta just play it as best as you can and yeah, come back. Fast and loose. Fast I mean, and loose. what do you what do you fast do? Fast and loose. How do you do this? This would be this would be a hey, perfect situation. You? Do you know hey, what you do? You, you like you my all, show? I gotta take a piss. I'll right you back. all introduce them to each other and say, "Oh, this is my friend. This is my friend. This is my friend. This is my friend." And just see how it shakes out. You get a little, and, and see who wants it the most. Get a little competition going. Oh, fine. Yeah. Have you been in this situation? Here's what you do: <laughs> the ugliest of the four. You give her the most attention for the first 45 minutes. Shoo. Then by the end of the night, Boom. the best looking one will be going home with you. Or you do this. Don't take advice from fucking Doug. You go up and talk to him. And then when you're done talking to one, say, I take a shit. Then you just leave and talk to the next one. And then say, you got to take a shit and go to talk to the next Kurt's one. Kurt's idea is way better. You're an idiot. Yeah. Yo, why are you taking like so... You don't say a lot of shit. shit. You can't say a lot of <laughs> shits anyways. You? I know. No, you I say, gotta hey, go I got to go talk to my my friend over here. She's a comic. If you're going to do that. And then you get this. Yeah. That's not funny. Hey, excuse me. I got to go take a shit in the porta potty out back. Yeah. No, or, what you um, do is. She's definitely going I, home with I you. say if they all four show up, you introduce them as your friends. Because you don't want to go. You want to be too serious right away. Like, we're just, you're, you're just meeting as adults. Technically, you guys are friends. You're not. You, you haven't. Spend any time with any of these young ladies yet? So they're all if it's incriminating, no. Yeah. Like as far as he knows, what? they're all imaginary at this point. Yeah. Uh, okay. But is that not a bad move? You're <laughs> well, all just friends. You're not. It's not a bad move. You're maybe not jumping into anything. No, you're just having some fun. You, you, might be, you might be getting catfished by at least three. Light and loose. Yeah. Light and loose. Fast and loose. Light and loose. Do you think three that I could up. pull a damn Bilzerian? No, no, definitely if, not. If I no. fucking murder. No, maybe no. You're I've got a good hell. joke maybe about Italians, get, dude. Maybe like, get your fucking haircut. Give, tell us a joke. Tell us a joke about Italians. Which one? Oh, so it's about how Italian gang members get all their names. No, I want you to tell me the joke. I don't want you to describe yeah, it. Right, here we are. Right, so, uh, here, you're, you're up on stage. <sighs> all right. Because I got a setup that I want to do into that, but it's uh, okay. You want me to you, introduce you like you're on stage? No, I like I'll, I'll go into it. Right, I just had go. to skip something. I'm you like, sure you don't want me to do we're like all, a, we're no, all, I, I we're all in the crowd Ready? just hanging out. So, uh, so I watch a lot of history channel and there's a whole bunch of, uh, shows about the mob and how guys got their names. You know, you got like Frankie, the choker, he used to choke people to death or you got the, you know, you got Eddie scissors. He used to stick scissors in your ears. I heard about this guy named Frank Gaspipe. How do you kill someone with a fucking gas pipe? I don't know. Get it? No. <laughs> you gotta be in the moment. You gotta be in the moment. I'll tell you no, a punchline. That's not one of my... Do you guys actually want to hear my closer? Like my closing bit? <laughs> no, you guys actually love this. I always end on this one. Okay. I, uh, I had this chick tell me... Um, I had this chick tell me one time. She's like, hey... We get you back to your place tonight. I'm going to deep throat you. I'm like, eh, yeah, 
ah, pumpkin, don't worry about that. And he's like, what? What, you fat, stupid piece of shit? You think I can't, think I can't deep throat you? What, you don't think I'm good enough, you fat piece of shit? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa lady, lady, calm down, you know? I'm just I'm letting you know, you know, I'm not, not really black or Italian, you know? You're deep throating. Fuck, I'm not making it past your wisdom teeth. Okay. No, all right. I'll give you that. That was it's pretty no, good. That was all right. It's all right. It's hard to laugh when you're not at a comedy show. It's weird. Do it actually wanna, is funny when you're at a comedy show. Yeah, because you, you know what I hate that. about comedy shows? When other comics over laugh at the comics <sighs> jokes. That yeah. kills me. Do you want to... That kills my vibe. There's one thing that I just watched. It was Norm MacDonald, and Norm MacDonald was sick for like 10, 12 years. Didn't he die? Yeah, he died. He had cancer for like 10, 12 years. In 2020, he filmed just like in this studio where he's wearing a headphone. He filmed a stand-up special, which would have been his last hour. He was going in for major surgery the next day that could have killed him, and he wanted that to be released as his last special ever. And it's weird watching because he's literally in front of a computer just doing stand-up, but it's so fucking Norm MacDonald that it's actually Norm really MacDonald's good. hilarious. Yeah, and then Boys. after it, they... Was he's, he's, he's hilarious? Yeah, you can still watch him. He's funny. I I love Norman. This one's worth watching just because it's probably kind of sad, right? It, it kind of is, but they kind of tie it up nice. So they have at the end they have Conan O'Brien, David Letterman, uh, Sherry, not Sherry O'Terry. God, I can't think of her name. Dave Chappelle, David Spade, and Adam Sandler, and they kind of do this panel where they just talk about the special and they talk about Norm, and it's fascinating to watch because it's. It's just a guy in a microphone doing a stand-up bit, mm-hmm. which you know I do in my mirror all the time. That's how I kind of work jokes. You practice your jokes? Sometimes, sometimes if you get an idea, what I'll do is what Eric? I'll go because <laughs> he, he got to say shit. Like I, I can imagine Steve I just, in, the mirror. In, in his mirror, just no shirt on, just talking to himself. That's one hundred percent no fucking like, shirt. Like ever. he just fucking like sitting just, here talking to us, just, just trying to show oh. a fruit basket the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So because I because you know I, what I mean though, like yeah, that's what's yeah. going through my head right I, now. I wrote this joke. I'm going to try this in uh, in Dubuque tomorrow, and if it does well, I'll open with it. Which I, if I'm headliner, I never open with stuff. I love how but Steve's just shamelessly telling jokes and I not getting any know. reaction. No, fuck no. You're cold blooded. You, you guys might like this because it's a, it's my threesome joke, and I like. I'm, this is how I like have to process jokes. Like I have an idea, and then that's why I do it in the mirror. But saying it on stage is different. So you know, or telling you guys, like that's honestly how like a lot of comics will start telling jokes to each other. And like, eh, put this twist on it. Yeah. But you know, I like <laughs> the joke I want to open with is I'm like, hey guys, uh, had a pretty big week. I had a threesome this week, and. Uh, <sighs> It uh, it didn't go as planned. See, it was me, my girlfriend, and the dude she went and fucked after she left my house. <laughs> I guess it's uh, social distancing. It's a uh, COVID threesome. So, you know, fucked up timing, but nah, not what I thought. And, that could work in a crowd. So, and then I'm just going to go into it and like. That's called know, a stepdad threesome. Yeah, it's a stepdad threesome. <laughs> See, it's a step threesome. That's a step boyfriend right there. <laughs> yeah, it's a step boyfriend. You got step, 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 step girlfriend. Step yeah, you you got to bring a step girlfriend there somehow. Yeah, but like, I'll like, you know, and I'll have an idea where I just want to be like, all right, I'm sorry, guys. I I, I don't want to, I don't want to continue to go into that anymore. Just like how he was going into her. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. See, this the, is getting depressing. Like how she's depressing. You know, you just kind of work the crowd like if they're into it you, Dude, you gotta keep... work that in it's like i can only see i see her every other weekend when she doesn't have her kids <laughs> yeah like something like that and now i don't get to see her at all anymore weekends because she's fucking someone else 
There's there's a play on it. I don't know, dude. That shit is not for me. I, I would not have fun with being a stand-up comic. Nah. I agree with you, Kurt. I feel John, like... you'd be great. What are you talking about? <clears throat> <laughs> well, I mean, th- there'd be a big break in process for sure. Yeah. You know, but like just the <laughs> idea of like how you can take what's in your head that's funny to you and then like translate to, it. You know, like even when you're just telling jokes here, like they're funny, but like you didn't get like a like a hearty laugh yeah, response. It, so it's, it's hard not, to like it's not process the setting, that. Yeah. You know, well, it's not I mean? the setting. I will tell you though, like so. I've been to a lot of like the local comedy shows, and I've been to a couple like legit like comedy shows. And when you do go there, you're ready to laugh, right? Like you yeah. go ready to laugh. It's yeah. different. Like, but what's funny about it is like. Even Steve, like, even though, like, that last joke I thought was the best versus the other ones, like, even the other ones, like, if you tell that joke, it'll get people laughing, in turn, will make more people laugh, but then makes you laugh, but then you feed off the laughs, mm-hmm. and then it rolls into the more, because you're, you're talking to fucking four dudes sitting yeah, here at one it's, table, it's and then different, it's like, hey, listen to my joke, I'm going to tell not it to funny, you. Yeah. yeah, and it's a different environment too because you're right in front of everybody it's not like we're all sitting around a table like you're I elevated have, i have seen you murder before yeah I think, is that the what was it dude, called? oh the in fucking Corona? grease monkey yeah. Grease yeah. Monkey. yeah yeah yep dude, i was there it was a packed fucking bar and steve fucking Killed it. murdered yeah. i did 45 minutes that night worked yeah. the crowd and but the thing is you were making like localized niche jokes to like Kelowna, green yeah. rock yeah um cleveland, cleveland. that's what i it, and it just fucking murdered and i remember looking around being like damn steve is fucking killing yeah. it right now people were laughing whenever like, you go to places you know it's this is something that you know bad guys in pro wrestling always do like you Pick where the area is, and then, like, you trash, like, their sports teams, but as a comic, if you're going into a new area, it ain't no different than hunting. Get to know the fucking area. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it, it's as simple as that, and then, you know, when you start talking to some of the locals, kind of finding, like, oh, what's the this area like? Oh, I heard about this place. You know, like, we've got bands come into the Quad Cities, and they're like, we had some Harris pizza today. Oh, fuck it. Simple shit. Yeah. Man, it's not hard to, you know, it's really not hard to get people to laugh. It's just really hard to consistently keep them laughing. Yeah, like through the the process. Man, that's the thing. Like like any dead air in a comic show is rough. Sometimes. Sometimes. I guess it depends on your timing, right? Yeah, you got to always have timing and you got to work it in perfectly. Like Bill Burr's the god, right? Yeah, his, his cadence... How he raises and lowers his voice and just how like it's he is so he's so good at making you feel emotions with his jokes like you feel what he feels in his jokes. And that's Mm -hmm. why you can laugh because you're like, this is very relatable because I felt it. You know, there's not a lot of comics. I'll take you on a journey like that. You know, it's you've got like two very different comics and like a like um, Bill Burr and like a Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is kind of. Just purely funny, just so smart, and he's got a really good delivery. But, you know, on the opposite side, you just look at how Bill Burr it delivers the quality material. It's it, it, it's always fascinating to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Bill Burr fan. Now, let me ask you this. 
because you doing that in that realm for me doing a lot of the video and editing type of things that I do like now I like I can't watch a movie and enjoy it probably the same way that a normal person could so like you probably are picking up on all those intricacies and yeah yeah you know what I mean it just changes your perspective on stuff and you're realizing but that's what makes those guys good is they slip all that stuff in there calculated but you don't like the average person's not picking up on it, right? Yeah, one of the one of the best examples I can give about that is my favorite comic of all time is Patrice O'Neill. And I've listened to so much Patrice material like underground tapes and they've talked about like he never wrote down a joke, like he just took it as philosophy. His crowd work was immaculate. And you would hear how he had like these jokes set up. Like if you go listen to a couple different lives from the same era, or you like catch like a, a Comedy Central stand-up clip, or when he was doing like a comedy festival clip, they're still the same jokes. But when he's working the crowd, they'll say something that will trigger him into bringing up a joke, and that's something that I've always really tried hard to do. Is if somebody says something out in the crowd, then I'm like, boom, I got a joke that I can work that in. And that's, it's, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but he was a master at that. And I've just been able to pick it up just because I, how much shit of his I watched. It's, you know, go back and listen to all those clips. And then he was just so good off the cuff too. So, so there's shit you just can't teach. Like you can try, like whenever people have like stand up comedy classes, like the fuck are you doing? You know? Yeah. It seems like something like. You got to have a natural, like, you're pretty witty. Like, even though, like, you're pretty, like, if someone gets in a shit talk argument with Steve, if you come out on top out of, like, the quick banter, like, you did pretty good. Right. You know, there's certain dudes you know that are, like, witty. Like, everybody knows, like, their friend group. You're giving each other shit. If someone's on it, like, Ingholm. Tyler, oh, is, you you can't keep up with Tyler. No, and he'll get you, and he'll get you bad to the point where you're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, you got, got me. me. It's <laughs> and, got me. and it's quicker than you think. Like, and it, I don't know what it is. It's I don't know. Like, sometimes I can be on the ball. Sometimes I'm not. But it, you know, when you, it's certain things like the I won't get into detail. The shit talking exchange when Devin and Jackson Holden were at the bar. Yeah. When Devin talked to that chick, and then like I said that one thing back, and it was like so witty, it made her freak out because she had no comeback. Like, right. remember that? Like, I didn't yeah. mean to fucking do that. It just happened. It just happened but like it's like that. to do that on like on a consistent basis is fucking hard. And I'm sure that's like with that off the cuff stand up comedy is like you constantly have to be like triggered on to your your brain's got to be firing on all cylinders. Because when if I'm going up there, I'm Stephen Muller walking up. When I get up there, I'm Stevie Mo. Like that's you got to have a style. You got to like not be able to back down. And there's a couple different ways that you can get the crowd to like you or not like you. But dude, if someone's getting on you, you get on them and trash them, and then keep bashing yourself. Like that's how I do it. Where I'm like, I'm talking crazy shit, but I'm also talking crazy shit to myself, and. You just got to be the dude up there. That's kind of how I I, I I handle hecklers. You can tell, man, sometimes people get heckled and they just don't know what to do. Like, they'll just be like, huh, heckling's what, such what a weird you say? concept. 
Or when people are talking during the set. Like you paid to go to a show and then you're going to heckle. That's what's no. so weird. People will talk during sets and I'll be like, I'm sorry, am I fucking interrupting something? <laughs> Says the guy with the microphone on stage. I say that, right? <laughs> that. Remember when he killed a grease monkey that you were heckled the shit out. Someone heckled you and you just roasted him to death. <laughs> yeah. Then I think you got the guy a beer. He said something to you and you and you like roasted the fuck ripped him. him apart. And you're like, just. Somebody get that guy a beer. Yeah. <laughs> was it that? Oh, it was the fucking guy who uh, he was friends with the bar owner. Yeah, and and I was ended up, like, he ended up getting you a beer. Uh, yeah. Because he's he's the bar owners were going to take him home because he gets so drunk there every night. He probably said something about Kelowna Juggalos and everyone got offended. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they went back to their Set fucking trailers and blogged about it. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. With get the Fagos. <laughs> Juggalos aren't good hunters, are they? People maybe maybe turkey, maybe turkey hunters. <laughs> thing. What, what would a juggler be able to put down in the woods first? Probably squirrels. Hell no. You don't think jugglers are good squirrel hunters? No. no. There's, there's like this uh, possums underground documentary about juggalos. It's one of my all time favorites. Oh my god! What, what is what? it? It's on Vimeo somewhere. I'd have to hunt it down, but that's a yeah. That's an all time. Please classic. fucking find that. Yeah. Did, did you film it? I know. <laughs> yeah, did. Did there was John like just filmed it. a while. I don't even want to talk about it, really. But there was a like a big like murder case in our area. Oh, yeah. Um, about weren't they juggalos? Yeah, and the girl got like chopped up in a Taco Bell parking lot, and then part of her was burned at the family farm, and then the other part was. Blackhawk State Park. Yeah, Blackhawk State Park. It was like this uh, big, like there was podcasts on it and like a I documentary. Know, I that. Oh, it still so, is, yeah. I don't remember yeah, that at all. You don't? You were in high school, right? Yeah, I was in high school because they were from Moline High School. Uh, the, one girl, the one girl went to Rock Island. The other two were from, the people who committed the uh, murder were from Moline, but the girl was from Rock Island. I can't remember if she graduated or not. Was she like 18 or is she still like no idea? But I just know it was like a big, like there's a real big, like murder mystery podcast that like covered it. And then there's some document, like it was a big crazy thing. Yeah, and it was, it was nuts. There's a wild one back, back home in PA recently. There's this old coal mining town called Schmokin. Schmokin? Schmokin, PA. Is that the one with the fire underground? Uh, you tell me that it's not too far from Schmokin, yeah. But this dude, um, I, I might be butchering this a little bit, but like from what I understood from reading the article, he he went over to see this lady to try and get drugs, and something went south, and he killed her with a sword, a sword, a sword, <laughs> and then just like stayed at her house, and eventually, like through family and whatever. Uh, the cops came looking for him, thought that, that he might be there, and and they knocked on the door, and the guy answers the door, and they're like, oh, well, where's this lady? And he's like, oh, she's upstairs. <laughs> and they went upstairs, and there was, like, a huge blood trail going through, and they just found her, like, dead up there. He just had her sitting there for, like, a week. No kidding. Or Did he run or anything, or just stayed there? He just stayed there. Oh, wow. Whoa, a sword. Why do you have a sword? I don't know. It's wild out here, man. I like, thought you'd be like, yeah, she's upstairs, time. and they went upstairs, and he just bolted yeah, took no. off and never found him. It was just like, no, she's upstairs, and didn't mention the fact that he killed her with a sword, and she was just laying up there. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, that's... Uh, I don't like that stuff, man. But that, yeah, that's... it's weird. That stuff's wild. It is wild. Yeah, it is. It's like, makes you thankful you never got, like... 
it makes me think we found like an activity or like a passion or a hobby, you know, and not some wild shit. Killing people with a sword. We just did this podcast so far with Steve. Why is the bathroom always back? It's good. Hey, Steve. I think it's going good. Okay, we need to... What, what's your final game plan for these women? About to pass out. And then we're going to get out of Tomorrow here because Eric's about rough. to lose consciousness. All right. You need some of those. Final game plan, so... Some treats. Energy drinks. I'm, uh, I'm coming around the final lap, right? Assuming they're all there. And I'm going to go full Intimidator. I'm going to let these ladies know that, hey, Rubin's racing. You're going to have to fight for me. Yeah. I don't so. mind that. Okay. Realistically, <laughs> in your real life of past experiences in your record, how many are actually going to show up uh, out of the four? Mm, I would I would guess for two out of the four. 50% odds. Yeah. Not bad. I would, <laughs> I would say two out of four. I bet you one has a 25% chance of making it. That, then that would be fair. Yeah. That was just, it was so weird that they're like, oh, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be like, oh, oh, fuck. Uh-oh. 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 No, my luck, they won't show up, and then I'll just... How long have you been talking to these kind women on the tender before making the plans for Friday? Like, give me, like, the start of this, like, hey, yeah, yeah. I'll be there. What's your number one? And, and is there a front runner? Yeah. And yeah. Not you all, have a front runner. Not all of them were Everyone from... Everyone has a front runner. Not all of them were from Tinder. Front runner? What do you mean by front runner? Like, the first first pick? Yeah. yeah. Like, what's your, what's your first, lead? Oh, yeah. Like, I got to see photos of these women. All right. Well, uh, we'll pull those up after. Okay, okay cool. To, pre- to uh, protect the innocent. Um, he's gonna panic and just be like, "I got a shit." <laughs> yeah, no, get them all out there, dude. Hey, look, you don't know them. No, just see what happens, man. Oh, Great, what am I do. Do it. Good story to report back on the Patreon. That'll definitely happen. Um, dude, the Patreon is so fun. I still need to get Eric and Ross on. Yep. We've been trying to work that out, but you had a fucking baby who was cuter than shit. Yeah, why don't you just do it all here and we'll all do it? Yeah, we might need to. Or maybe I'll just put this one on Patreon as thoughts from a Steve because it got so wild. <laughs> I, didn't get a I didn't get that one. It didn't get our five bad, wild. Huh? It wasn't that bad, was it? Or five oh, it wasn't wild. that bad. Oh, all right. All right. Well, that's the, that's the uh, I was going to say the final thought from a Steve. The final. Yeah, there, there might are be Are you going to kill him? Well, these women might chop up with a sword. <laughs> what the fucking sword? Who has the sword? What yeah, did he missed say? Out on, uh, missed the sword. <laughs> what did he say? There's a sword story. Oh shit! It, and uh, Schmokin. Yep. What the fuck happened? <laughs> he knows <that>. What? <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> must have overheard that. Oh, okay, I did overheard. Oh, but, like, <laughs> Schmo- but no, wasn't Schmokin's that famous? It wasn't that one Schmokin? that. that- Oh yeah, been there, the man. Dude I knew that chick. Smoking? I matched with her on Tinder. <laughs> I, was her, I was her step friend. I, I, I sold him the sword. God. Hey, I wonder. I wonder if the uh, price Randy for, Jackson. <laughs> I wonder if the price for <laughs> Tinder gold there is a uh, sliced in half. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> There's some half nice off. price cuts. Come on, man. <laughs> Steve. Yes. That's not very smoking at you. Thanks for making it and drinking NA beers the whole time. Hey. <laughs> Cash a twelve. You know what these are, dude? These actually aren't. You got uh, one of them left. Aren't too bad. Hey, I got two of them left. Yeah. I'd like to try one if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Well, don't spill one of your NA beers. I'll spill. It's a. Uh... It's really an NA beer, huh? Yeah, there's like less than 05 percent, and it's like forty five calories. It's uh, from Athletic Brewing Company. So, like, what a lot of guys will do when they're, you know, working out or training like super hard for marathons, they'll cut out alcohol from their diet completely. Why? Because hey, I guess. Alcohol still has like 100 calories in it. Like vodka still has calories that people don't ever account for. Um, 
but then you know it's you know you're not getting drunk you're not feeling shitty the next day you know you can enjoy a beer it is only 45 calories so it could be a good snack maybe this is our gateway I'm not this is the way that. out dude you start drinking NAs I'm not <laughs> how did you find me <laughs> I'll to show you guys those videos. How did um, you find me? <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, it's it doesn't really taste like anything. Does it taste like a beer? No. Some beers are like Bush and A. Yeah, I mean, it's actually. If I gave that to you, would you know? Like in a glass. Oh my god! Have you ever seen where college what? parties where they I've heard about the fake kegs? Yeah, that that's a legit. I bet that's real. Um. So, it, it, and mentally, like knowing there's no alcohol in it, and not expecting, knowing that like, it's like lower calorie, like I feel like it's calculated in my brain to be like, it's not going to be like what you think it is. But I think if you gave this to me blind, I'd be like, it's a little weird tasting. Yeah, I, I would say yeah, it's a beer. It's like a light craft beer. It's um, it's like a pale ale. But all the ale was like turned down to like just static. Yeah, it doesn't have the fun in it. If you brewed a carbonated water into more of a beer style, that's what this is. It's the CBD of alcoholic beer. It's a CBD. <laughs> you're right, hundred percent. It's like they should put some CBD in a non-alcoholic beers. It's like seltzer water versus Coke. I, I don't mind it, but it kind of reminds me degree. of a tea. Yeah, plus it did sit in a hot car with me for uh, two hours while I waited for that podcast to wrap up. It's got a very tea-esque, um, carbonated tea. We're going to let that one slide. You guys let me sit out in the car for two hours. Yeah, you did yeah. sit out in the car for we two hours. We were working. I know. I, I went over to the depot and watched the Cubs game. I saw your text at 7. I go, oh, no. I told you to take your time getting here. You did, but I, I was like, because well, I talked listen. to you guys. They're like, yeah, maybe 7.30. He, he was already here. <laughs> he was here at 7. And I was like, oh, no. That's what I get for showing up fucking early. But The one time you showed no, up. No, I was like. Time. I'm sitting there, and I'm over there, and I'm like, damn, damn. I'm like, it's like starting to get 9 o'clock. I'm like, what these motherfuckers right here. And Doug goes, all right, come on in. And I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, that's a long one. I'm putting in the work, man. Good. Well, Steve, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram, Mo underscore 89. Uh, I do have another podcast, Other Than Thoughts from a Steve. Uh, it's called Getting Strange with Stevie Mo. Uh, ladies, you can find me by swiping right. Uh, okay. And hey. <laughs> depends on, oh shit, when is this coming out? You on tour? Where's your yeah, next I've show? Got t- I've got a stand-up gig in Matherville on July 9th. This will probably launch after that. Your ki- This July podcast 9th? is kind of like, yeah. Oh, okay. This podcast is kind of like, yeah, we're going to Africa, so we need some backup oh, podcasts. <laughs> Dude, you guys are going to get so yeah. much hate mail. You any lineup oh, in August? Dang. Why? Uh, Why are we going to hate mail? Because it's like, oh fuck, man, you let Steve on another episode? People like you or they won't. Yeah, fuck them. The Dark Continent. Mm-hmm. Oh, August. You're um, Doug, aren't you? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you yeah. reluctant? What the fuck was that? Mean? Yeah, I guess I'm going. <laughs> yeah, do you want, I guess do you I'll go. not want to go on a once-in-a-lifetime hey, opportunity? We, we do have an open hunt opportunity. For where? Africa. When? We leave July 31st. Hey, guys. Doug here. Everyone's taking a beer break, so I thought I'd... Sneaking a nice little veteran shout out here for you. This one's submitted by Gage. 
Oh boy. McGreevy. McGreeve. How about that? Uh, the veteran is James Stefan. You just throw some sass on his name. Hey, you're supposed to be getting a beer. What are you doing? I'm back already. <laughs> God damn. You want us to leave so we didn't crush you. <laughs> yeah, so you didn't beat me up. Okay, what's a veteran? I apologize. Okay. Uh, James Stefan is in the Iowa Army National Guard. Says here, James and I grew up as cousins and have become brothers. He served 12 years in the Iowa Army National Guard. Commissioned as an officer from the University of Iowa ROTC. He led troops while he served and now leads a team of people each day during his day job. He spends all his time with his family of two sons and his amazing wife. When he's not with his family, he spends his time fishing on the Mississippi River or in a tree stand. An avid hunter who has found and rekindled love for archery so much that he has been shooting his, in his basement this winter and already signed up for his first archery league as well. Just wanted to give him a shout out. Thanks for all you do, brother. Love ya. Uh, says 10 years plus deer hunting. Damn, cool. Right on. So thanks for submitting that, Gage, and uh, thank you for your service, James. Yeah, thanks, thanks, James. Appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, Gage. I didn't do bad, right? Yeah, you read pretty good. That's a good, that's a good clean. The book's working. Solid. You must be studying. <laughs> Hooked on Phoenix. I need to get it out. It was tough to get through, but I made it. Well, that's good. Um, now you're on to level three. This is ages three to four pre-K, so we're going to get you level three. There's levels? Yeah. Yeah. You thought you are done with it. Well, sorry to interrupt this episode, but we're going to get on with it here. Uh, the podcast is also brought to you by the great people at Loopold Optics. Um, on this episode, we're going to spotlight the BX5 Sanium HD 10x42 binoculars. Um, we get a lot of questions on what binoculars we run. This is the one that we are normally running in the Whitetail Woods. Yep. BX5 Santium 10x42s. Um, I, I do have a set of 10 by 52 or 12 by 52s. I do like a lot. Um, I love the, these particular binos. We're talking right here about the BX5 10 by 42s. Um, and right here, here's the fun thing. Shop locally. Farm King, our favorite farm store, is an authorized dealer for Loophold. That's pretty damn awesome. Um, but check farm them out. Farm King coming in clutch. Dude, coming in clutch. Um, HD Clarity. Um, they're lightweight, easy to clean, tripod ready. Um, they're kick-ass. I've used this the same set of binos for oh shit three years, four years since 2018, I believe. I've been using them four years. Yeah, so they've been great. Still they've been awesome. Brand new. Yep. It's uh, once you start using them in the whitetail woods, that's that. Michael has talked about FOMO. You realize it's like you can't hunt without your binos, no matter yeah. what. I don't even like going to the woods without my bino harness. I feel naked. I because you see something, you're like, what's that over there? Oh, I don't know what that is over there. It's a major yeah. difference, too, between, like, a cheaper set of binos and a nice set of binos. I'm never going back. So. Yeah. I bet you there'd be a lot less Bigfoot signs of people at loophole binos. <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> that is true. You're 100% right. Yeah. Bigfoot's not real. Loophole optics. <laughs> Trust us. We know. <laughs> he only had five fingers on each hand. <laughs> they started, fun fact, as a surveying company. Yep. And uh, our buddy Nick Witt was at my house. He's putting a new deck on, and he had his, like, survey equipment. It's like this little scope. I'm like, hey, that's how Leupold started. You know that? He's like, I didn't. I'm like, now you know. And I just vanished into some dust. <laughs> vanished into <idiot>. corn. <laughs> idiot. You didn't know that? <laughs> yeah, surveyor are you. Yeah, exactly. What the hell? Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Trophy Line. Trophyline.com. Yes, it's a saddle company. Yes, we're not gay. 
Um, but we <laughs> embrace the saddle company. It's Trophy Line gets our sense of humor. We love those guys. Thanks for clarifying we, that, Kurt. Well, hey, I'm not nothing against us. There's a lot of gay saddle hunters. Do your thing, you know. <laughs> um, but I support you. You know what I mean? Pride Month just ended. Our friend Casey, she's she's got your back. We got your back. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the new Venatic saddle that just came out from Trophy Line. Um, it's made in the USA. Um, it weighs 20 ounces without the bridge. Um, 30 ounces with the bridge. For all the mobile hunters. That's like a bottle of Mountain Dew, you know? Yeah, Judd. Yeah, for, if you're really that worried about it, but it is impressive. Um, it's got a rubberized waistband. Um, Doug's actually, that's the one you were doing your uh, your your lay down. Yeah, that's how I'm going to hunt. You are? Laying down? Yep. It, it's pretty cool. It's, they can't uh, see me. It's not like the traditional looking saddle you're used to seeing. Um, but check it out. The Venatic trophyline.com if you want to get into a trophy line setup use code wcb at checkout save yourself some money um gave a couple uh setups away at the shoot actually yep and thermoseat thermoseat has been a partner of ours for several years now um go to thermoseat.com use code wcts we're not really worried right now about keeping our butts warm more keeping your butts clean or comfortable uh, bleacher seat pads uh, but you go to the camping section on thermoseat um, they have the D-Wedge Supreme um, for around the campfire, for summer fishing, doing whatever you want to do with the kids while they play. You can pop a squad anywhere and be comfortable and clean. That's uh, a big deal when you're camping. So Big deal. Thermoseat, WCTS. Also, a newer partner for us and a very exciting partner. Uh, they sponsor our other sub-series podcast, the CC Hunt Files with their coolers. And we are jumping in for the first time ever into the box blind game with the new grizzly hunting blind. Um, we just got them in today um, and we're going to build our own tower instead of like getting a metal one. You know, we're going to build our own out of some four by fours and we're kind of debating height. We're going to set them on. These things are the Cadillac of box blinds. I have d- shopped for a box blind loosely at every trade show we did this year. And I gotta say, the Grizzly Blind is it, the cream of the crop. VIP. I don't they're, think it gets, they're the cat's meow. It doesn't get any better that I'm aware of, right? Um, and not only that, they're not that far from us. They're fairly local to us. Grizzly is Decorah, Iowa. Yeah, so not far at all. But just got them today. Um, I'm really excited about them. I can't wait to get them up. I have set up a big time food plot specifically for this box blind, but. Uh, Changing with the times, getting a little older. Um, sometimes it's nice to be comfortable. Take your kids with you. A little fatter. Um, a little fatter, a little older, a little drunker, um, but happier. So <laughs> suck it. Uh, yeah, get to grizzlycoolers.com and hit the Grizzly Hunting Blind tab and check it out if you are in the market for a box blind or uh, want a game plan your next big time plot for a box blind. Um, okay. So, and you can set them on the ground too if you want. You don't got to put them on stilts. You can do your thing. Back to the episode. Thanks for being here, guys. We appreciate you. That'd be a good sign. What does that do with anything? Well, I, just, uh, I, still, bro, I still They're miss gone. her. Bro. I miss her so much, man. I miss John, her. John, you want to go to <laughs> Yeah. We have an opening. One oh, opening. Uh, me, hun, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. You want to come do. film? I thought, I'm just used to when people say hunt, it means me filming, but yeah. No, you can come in actual. Unfortunately, hunt. it sounds like I'm probably going to be heading to Alaska, though. Mm. Alaska filming? or Africa? Pick one. You've been filming with Caleb. Alaska. Alaska. You can't do both. Africa. They're very far away. Yeah. Well, yep. Different continents, actually. 
We uh, we might be heading to Africa next year, though. We'll see. Who's we? Well, you got a turd in your pocket? Caleb and I. No. We'll see. Here we go. Got some tricks up our sleeve. John's leaving us. Caleb all the time. I do need a camera guy. But uh, you haven't earned your way, Steve. So. No, not quite. I need a cameraman. I can run step camera. I need a camera boy. <laughs> hey, boys. <laughs> hey, boys. Why do you make me wear a French maid outfit? Shut yeah, up, boy. camera boy. <laughs> it's hot out. Uh, Dude, that's that's going to be awesome. What are you guys hoping to shoot? Like, Other than... That was Doug's comedy for some reason on that one. Love it. Funnier uh, than you. Funny, anyway, funny how? Like, I amuse you. I amuse I'm a fucking clown to you? Uh, you know what? In August, dude, I'm hosting a fucking music fest the same day that... Whoa. Probably the one by my house. No, that's... I was, was going to talk about... be something. I was going to talk about that dude, earlier. Can you um, imagine if you walk outside to hear the festival and you hear Steve. his dumbass voice? No, telling shit-ass jokes. Yeah. Look, to a crowd of hippies have no idea what he's talking yeah. about. I swear to God, long, uh, long-time listener, Travis Brown, uh, he... His sister got in contact with me. She's putting on, like, this hippie music fest where they're going to have, like, everybody, like, a bunch of dirty hippie bluegrass guys and like it sounds like an awesome time yeah and they're where uh what it's down near bushnell (laughs) and i was like yeah i was like i i can't remember the exact name of the like is is bushnell is bushnell a town or are you talking about bushnell like the no no, bushnell Illinois. it's a town yeah it's 50 minutes south. And I'm not like the rangefinder company. Yeah. I remember I was like, uh, I go, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do it. And they were like, yeah, we probably can't pay you much, but, you know, there'll probably be a bunch of free beer and edibles. And I'm like, uh, I'll come do it for free if it's the first one. Next year, I'm getting paid, though. Yeah. If I do a good job, invite yeah. me back. I'm like, uh, I was like, but it's going to be, it's it's a cool idea. What's it called? So if anyone wants to see oh, it. Oh, it's called the Backwoods. Um, I got to remember this shit. Because it's out in August. Like, I, I'll start promoting it. Like, did Kurt two weeks before? I, if I was you, I would. You haven't wandered over that little hippie festival just to poke around a little bit um, and see what's I, going on. So or? I didn't know. It, it, it's hard to explain, man. Because I wanted to. Because it's like I dig like that type of music. Like I'm, I'm open minded, man. Like there's nothing off the radar. Like I'll go over there. Um, but the way that. It always appears the rest of the year is like kind of shady. Like there's a, the gates closed and there's always a car parked sideways in front of the gate, and it seems very like oh that little area. It's, it's shady looking from the oh, outside. Fuck yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So when you drive by it, it doesn't look like a spot you'd want to just walk into. It looks like you get shot or something. Just it just doesn't look inviting, right? So um, I didn't know what the criteria was. And and I've you know I've only lived in my house. this will be my third year at the house so it's like I've seen it twice now so I have a little better idea than I ran into uh, Harrison I'm like what's going on with that and he's like yeah you can go out there but it doesn't seem that way I guess they do sell tickets to it okay Jesus but it's like it's a whole dude, fucking you deal. drive by and you go into the certain valley you can see the stage oh really down in the valley but it's like one it's weird man it's not you should go check it out. I want, I would love to, like my wife and I always, when we hear the crowd going, I'm like, man, I want to go walk in there and see what's going on. But like, you just don't know the vibe. I don't want to just walk into a shit show of like something I'm not expecting. Walk into a cult. Who's this guy that doesn't belong here? Yeah. Yeah. You're in a cult. I mean, 
It might be a cult I want to join. You might call. You might call Lee up. Make sure you're not in a cult or not. That's probably a good idea. Get Lee on there and have him cult his way into another cult. <laughs> he just comes back. He's back in five minutes. Comes back. Yeah, it's a cult. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, a cult. definitely. That's one hundred percent a cult. Definitely a cult. Not one you want to go into. It's like, bro, you smell like patchouli and you got a hemp necklace on. What happened? I had to get out of there. Don't bro. go in there. Cult things. I had to do what I had to do to get in and see it. There's a guy barefoot playing guitar on stage. <laughs> I had to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, he brought the bongos. I knew it was over. It's just one of those things, you know. Like I'd love to check it out, but because that curiosity would have killed the cat for me. Well, if I was there, <laughs> uh, John be front row. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, man. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I one of these days I'll wander my ass in there. I'll just drive the Ranger over there and get on in there. Oh but, hell yeah! But I don't know, man. But th- then they'd probably be like redneck and attack me. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm kidding. I've I've heard they're great people, but I've just never met them. I'd like to run into them and be like, hey. We got doing in there. Let me. Can I come on by? <laughs> Let me in there. Yeah. Let me in there. We got going on in there. We'll, we'll see. But it's always shady. Like they always got. It's like don't come around type of vibe the rest of the year. So someone will know. They have an Instagram page for the festival. I just can't remember what it's called right now. Sorry, I drank one of your NAs. No, you want the you want the other one? No, I definitely no, I don't. don't. You got near road soda for home. I had to go to sleep. Yeah, me too. All right, yeah. Steve. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, yeah, buddy. man, I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity to come back. It was uh, it was so weird being in a room doing a podcast with you guys. This has this been almost two years. Yeah, almost. Well, wow. Good luck with your stand up. Thank you. Work the ladies. Invite them all at the same time. The percentage of them all showing up is not great. No, no. hit on the ugly one. Hit on the ugly one first. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're working it. They're your friends. Just friends. I'll put them in the friend zone, dude. There's a girl I know. Yeah. She's nice. Hey. Nice lady. She's just coming by. She's you get her name wrong when you introduce her, put her she's, in her place. She's yeah. actually just a huge fan of mine because I'm so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to put my two dogs in her front yard. Because <laughs> I'm going hard. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> All right. Jesus. It's time to go. You want to close it out, Steve? Uh, yeah. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. Later. Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.